you smell that? It's a fresh new episode of the Chick Foley Show. Welcome, everybody. It's uh 20th straight day of 90 degree temperature here in Baltimore. It's the Hot Take Kid here in the Jimmy's Famous Seafood Studios. Welcome to the Chick Foley Show. And uh, speaking of Chick Foley, the queen of pod style, we have her here. What's up, Sheena? Oh, you know, just over here kicking it at the at the Phelps house as usual. And I'm just sitting here wondering, like, what a fresh new episode of the Chick Foley Show actually smells like. I'm, oh, it's like know. ripping open a fig and, uh, you know, that plastic oh, yeah. smell. Yeah. <sighs> Chemicals. There you go. Marco yeah. Denton up in Boston. What's up, Marco? Speaking of chemicals, no, I'm joking. That's what I was going to say, but it didn't make sense. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, nothing much. Just just have. I actually went and traveled to the uh, barber shop this weekend. Oh, nice. Um, Nice. You had to go by appointment, obviously, and they removed a lot of the chairs that were in there, which it looks kind of weird. It's all spaced out and everything. But uh, no, I had had to get a cut because I'm on camera a lot nowadays. Oh, for Zoom and stuff? Yeah, Yeah. presentable. Yeah, I went. Too many, too many different people I'm opening up and seeing, so <laughs> had to get a fresh cut. So I'm, I'm actually happy. I, the beard's gone. It's not as crazy yeah. anymore. So nice and clean. I feel re- refreshed. I feel like a new person. Nice. Um, good. Ready to do this. We have a lot to talk about tonight. We're going to talk about the second half of San Diego Comic-Con and a bunch of new releases, both wrestling figures and NECA and G.I. Joe and all kinds of cool stuff. We have one of our Patreon subscribers, Jared Colby, coming on to uh, recap that with us. Um, can't wait to talk to him, get to know him a little bit better. Uh, we are going to recap the week of wrestling and uh, a bunch of new stuff with uh, the show and everything going on. But uh, thank you guys for listening. Last week, our most downloaded episode ever, guys. Ever. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Pretty cool. Thank you guys for listening. Yes, thank you for spreading the word and retweets and all that kind of stuff. Sheena, I know, has a ton of stuff that she's going to get ready to start doing some giveaways with some figures we've been accumulating. Um, and, and we have some other cool giveaways we're going to speak on a little bit later. So stay tuned for August. We have a bunch of cool stuff going on. So uh, we appreciate you guys downloading and listening and spreading the word. It's been very appreciative and uh, you can tell in the numbers. So um let's get into some housekeeping i guess for better words um congrats to our buddy matt cardona showing up the other night at uh aw dynamite now officially a member of uh aw so uh him and brian now both with new jobs so uh i'm sure the podcast will keep going but uh cool on him did you guys end up well i'm sure we'll talk about it in a minute but that was a pretty cool debut for him i liked uh he looked good mm-hmm um Props to our good buddy Javier Diaz in the uh, the Patreon group. He's been making some cool videos for us, uh, some like faux commercial type things uh, with Doritos and Millite, and he's um, cutting up yeah, some stuff. Yeah, it's awesome. He's been cutting up some stuff too for uh, Twitter, like little clips of like thirty seconds of the show, of, like you know when we when it happened to say when I happen to say something funny for the you know the first time in two hours, I tell I pick that spot and he <gasps> yeah. picks it picks it out. So. um Props to him. Thank you for doing that. Uh, a couple things coming down the pike. Your hubby, Seth, the heel husband, mm-hmm. I believe he's making a checklist of every elite figure ever made. Yeah. I mean, he already, I think he already has that. I think, but he's really? going to like, you know, yeah, he has it because um, he, you know, keeps track of every single figure that he has. And obviously, we're going to be selling a lot of figures. So he, I mean, my husband is like the most organized man of all time, which is so funny because I'm like probably the least organized person of all time. Um, but you know, opposites attract and all that. Right. Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, but I think he's going to be like, you know, just kind of clear, like getting a master copy that we can like post in the in the group and stuff and share with uh, all of our Foley fam. So you guys can have like a running list and a checklist for every Mattel figure. So I cannot wait for that. That is freaking awesome. That'll help a lot of people out. I have uh, putting the finishing touches on my uh, vintage toy store checklist. I have hopefully every vintage toy store in the entire country divvied up by state uh, with the address and phone number. Uh, so if you're ever on a trip or something, you're traveling, you want to find a place that has wrestling figures, you're visiting uh, great grandma Ethel or something. Uh, One day when we can travel again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When you, when you don't have to be worried we're, about zombie hordes. Yeah, we're being of, hopeful. Yeah, we're yeah. being hopeful here. Um, so that's coming up. We just announced today that the pre-order went up on our Facebook page for our new uh, figure t-shirts brought to our buddy at Fig Tees on Twitter and Instagram. Um just for Patreon subscribers, you know, we, we're not going to make a, a thousand of these things. We're going to make as many as we, we need, though. It's five bucks a piece, includes shipping. Uh, we're making the price nice and easy. Uh, so if you are a Patreon subscriber, jump onto the Facebook group and tell us what you want, and we'll get those ordered. If you're not a Patreon subscriber, uh, suggest you do so. It starts, starts at a dollar per month, Sheena. Best way to support the show. Um, real quick before we get into Inside the Ring, we have a bunch of new uh, subscribers. Our buddy Brandon Van Wick, Sean Smith, Ooh. Ricky Sycamore, Peter Mendoza, and Michael Franco. This sounds like a like a mobster movie, these names. I know. How um, did you get Sycamore without messing that up? Sycamore is easy, yeah. I don't know. Ricky Sycamore? Yeah. Ricky Sycamore. Yeah. Can't say it too fast. But uh, thank you guys for supporting the show. Now that uh, the heel husband is back, we'll have some bonus content next month in August for the Patreon subscribers, some bonus episodes uh, a bunch of cool stuff down the pike. Uh, so we also announced the fantasy football, Chick-fil-A fantasy football league, which is entirely full. We got 14 people. It's 20 bucks a person. And uh, all the money is going to go to uh, winner take all. The winner gets a uh, shopping spree at ringside collectibles. It filled up in, I think, like five or ten minutes. Uh, so we're probably going to do a second league uh, for uh, the, the Patreon subscribers. Uh, second Fantasy Football League. We'll do the draft live on Zoom for everybody. So we'll do a second league. We'll get the info out on that coming up soon. Uh, that's all the uh, news and notes that I have. Do you guys have anything else uh, to no, clean man. up? No? Good to go? Mm-mm. All right. Well, let's get into Inside the Squared Circle uh, brought to us by our really good friends over at, um, why don't I have it here, Chalkline, of course. Use code CHICK for 15% off your order at Chalkline. They are dropping new heat every single day. Uh, let's start with the biggest news, Sheena, from SmackDown. Well, I mean, the biggest thing that really came out of SmackDown, I mean, we had we had a couple things go down, but, I mean, it looks like finally Big E is going to get a solo oh push, which, yeah, which is super exciting. You know, it's something that I've been, you know, calling for for a while. The heel husband's been calling for for a while. It's something that I feel like we need to see. And I'm, I'm excited because I thought this would come at the cost of yep. the New Day breaking up. You know what I mean? I thought it was going to be one of those situations. Like, when, when Kofi was getting his run, I was like, oh, man, this is bad news. Like, something's going to happen to the New Day. And then, you know... Xavier's out now and Kofi's kind of like passing the torch to Big E and they're doing it in a way that where they're not going to have to break up as of right now. I mean, I guess all tag teams, you know, factions break up eventually, but um, I I like that it's not a contentious solo push. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's actually going to get to like do his thing. And I think he could do really good, man. I'm here for big dude season continues. There you go, man. They're listening to us. They, uh, Mm -hmm. 
Uh, I, I've been screaming for it for a while. I love Big E. He's got the size. He's got the look to be a main eventer. And and you don't need to split up the New Day because we've seen it with, with like you said, you said it perfectly. We saw it with Kofi. You know, that's mm-hmm. such a cash cow. And that's, you know, that's you know probably the biggest faction they've had in the last decade. So keep that together. Keep it rolling. Um, interested to see where that goes. Um, Nikki Cross and Grand Metalik are number one contenders now, right, Marco? What's Grand Metalik the number one contender for? The U.S. title or the IC title? Marco? Oh, Marco's muted. Marco muted. Oh, no, I'm here, yeah. You muted Sorry. yourself, man. Um, you put yourself yeah, in timeout? Well, I, I think I just clicked it. Um, but yeah, so uh, Grand Metalik is uh, the number one contender for the IC title. They're actually, he's actually facing AJ Styles. Tomorrow night on SmackDown, or tonight if you're listening to this yeah. tomorrow on SmackDown. So yeah, that was a, the match was actually really good. It was a four way match um, for the number one contender, and he actually won. So it looks like uh, Daniel Bryan's wish has come true. Grand Metal League will be facing AJ Styles, and that's pretty cool. That's a, um, gonna be a good match. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I yeah. think so. Yeah, the, uh, Nikki Cross, she'll be facing uh, uh, Bailey again for the uh, SmackDown Women's Title. She defeated um alexa bliss um to do that so that was kind of a you know bittersweet for both because obviously they're friends and mm-hmm. you know when that title become comes in between them two you know it's it's do or die so you take yeah. the title win over over anything but yeah so look for those for those two matches tomorrow or tonight if you're listening <laughs> <laughs> they've been they've been hinting at that breakup for a while i don't know what they're planning with that but i mean considering they have like two or three female tag teams i don't know if they'll end up pulling the trigger there but uh obviously they've totally forgotten about all the uh wyatt swamp fight stuff with alexa that's been like us scrubbed yeah. out of memory <laughs> right yeah, yeah. Well, t- totally forgot about that well, speaking of the cinematic um experience let me crack open a little high nooner here oh, there we go um yeah it's uh we did see a bar fight between uh jeff hardy and sheamus your your favorite wrestler oh my so, gosh yes yeah so i mean it was pretty straightforward it was you know it it wasn't like overly cinematic but i mean i'm glad this is hopefully this is over i don't know if it's over but hopefully this is over because lord this this has been not great and not great feud. I mean, like the you know the whole urine pn urinalysis in the middle of the ring. God. You know, Seamus continually calling Jeff Hardy a junkie and like insulting <laughs> his family. Like I'm not here for it. And hopefully yeah. this is hopefully they put a nice little bow on that with this bar fight we saw. What what about a Big E Seamus feud? That that would be some shit. Oh, right, brutal. Yeah, I mean some yeah, big horses. Give yeah. Big E like a like a solid like feud to dominate before he goes for the title. I'd like mm-hmm. that. Um, yeah. Uh, moving over to Raw, what do you guys think about our girl Sasha Banks winning the title on Raw? It seems like she always wins the title on Raw instead of at a pay-per-view. Like, why Why wouldn't they just do this at the pay-per-view? I mean, I'm glad I like the direction they're going here. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. But um, d- how did you feel about this, Sheena? Maybe some, I mean, you know, I, I don't mind it, you know, to me, everything kind of runs together now. I mean, there's really no differentiation for me between like an episode of raw and a, and SummerSlam at this point. I mean, they're all in the performance center. They're all pretty like whatever. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter. And I mean, maybe they're setting up some angle at SummerSlam for, you know, Bailey and Sasha to go, you know, to kind of start their, you know, break apart or whatever. So 
I mean, it's okay. I I would have popped harder for it if it hadn't if she hadn't like won it like fake won it like the week before. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like if just seeing that and also. Did you notice that she almost cried? I was like, "Don't do it! Don't do it!" <laughs> You're a heel. Like when she, Can't cry. Yes, when, when she first yeah. got when she first got both titles in her hands, like I could just see it on her face. She almost started to like do this the, the the typical like you know stereotypical Sasha breakdown, and then I was like, <laughs> "Oh hell no, don't do it!" But then she collected herself and got it, and you know held the titles up and didn't didn't cry. So yeah, how, how I, was many, prou- how- I was proud of her. Yeah, I mean that's like her fifth title reign. Like, come on, you can't still be emotional about this at this point. Yeah. I know. Jesus Christ. Um, what do you think about Randy Orton and McIntyre possibly meeting up for SummerSlam? That's a nice matchup we haven't seen, you know, on the big stage yet. Yeah, I think it's cool, man. I think, um, you know, I think Randy Orton is a a good contender for Drew McIntyre. I think even if if you know, I, I posted something on um, Instagram and got like you know seriously polarizing views. Like I posted that I thought. Um, Randy Orton was going to win and take the title at SummerSlam. And people were like, that would be the most bullshit booking, blah, blah, blah. Like that would be a terrible mistake on WWE's part and all this stuff. And, um, the heel husband's over here, like giving me crotch chops off to the side. Sorry if I sound distracted. <laughs> oh, I want one. Um, I want one, Seth. <laughs> as, he, as he should. As yeah. He should. Phil, Phil wants to crotch chop. Um, but yeah. And then there was the people that were like, you know, that would be cool. You know, I'd be here for that. And I think, I think it would be really cool. I think this is a good way for Randy Orton to have like one last really good title run. Um, and kind of just like ride off into the, into the sunset, you know, he's looking really good right now. Everything that he's done this year, I mean, he's doing some of the best work of his career. I think, uh, he's a, he's a good opponent for Drew McIntyre. Yeah. yeah I mean, what do you want him to lose it to Brock Lesnar? Like who do you want to, him yes. to he, he's not going to have this title for the rest of his life. Exactly. Like, Exactly. What do you somebody. think, Marco? Yeah. Um. I mean, I did write an article about uh, the greatness of Randy Orton on our you did. Uh, Patreon. <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm all for Randy Orton, definitely. And it, it, you can tell that the way they were building him up uh, over the past year that he was uh, due for some type of some type of main event push. Um, so yeah. yeah, definitely, I'm all for him winning the title. It, it solidifies mm-hmm. him as one of the best, if not the best, in the business today. Yeah. Um, and I don't think Drew loses anything by losing to Randy Orton. You know what no, I mean? I feel like no, no. I feel like Drew's had a, a good little run, um, and I, I don't think I don't think it's going to hurt him to lose to to Randy. Whereas, like you no. said, if it was like Brock Lesnar comes in and squashes him in five seconds, it's like, well, what was that even for? Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. And so, I, could, I could see them putting the title back on him once we have butts in the seats again. And I could yeah. also see like a cool like maybe the third match of this Edge Orton feud. Has the title involved? Gives it some extra yep. special mm-hmm. meaning. You yeah. know, we get a tease. That could, of, I mean, that could happen at Mania. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, could, I could see Orton carrying it all the way to Mania, and then you know, having that the Edge return at Mania, Ooh. right? Yeah. Or just have him come back at Rumble again and like be a surprise and spear him, and you know, because mm-hmm. he's he's still he's still out with the injury. I don't know how much longer he's out for, but. Yeah, I mean, I think you got to do something, and and there's there's only so many guys that are going to look credible beating a guy like Drew McIntyre the way he's been built up, you know. So right, uh, unless it's him or Rollins or somebody like that. Um, mm-hmm. I, and you a- have to have like a certified heel, you know what I mean? Yeah, like it yeah. can't be somebody that's like in between because like Drew is such a, a great baby face right now. I feel like it's got to be somebody that can just come in and really just like cut deep, right? Yep. 
I'm about done with this Dominic Mysterio. This thing has been oh, dragged Jesus. out. I know. <laughs> I we the, have to talk today, about it. I was actually singing to the Elizabeth. I was like, this is the feud that doesn't end. <laughs> it goes on and on, my friend. I think they were fighting before he went on that uh, out to sea 199 days oh, ago. Oh, my gosh. I like. I, I just... Because uh, we were talking about... What, what brought it up is I was like, you know, we were talking about the ratings and how like like WWE has just been like terrible as of late. I mean, all things considered, it really has just been terrible. Um, And I'm like, you know, but you got to think like WWE is missing, you know, Kevin Owens. It's missing Charlotte. We don't have Roman Roman Reigns. Yeah. 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 We don't have freaking Roman Reigns. Like we're missing a lot of these, you know, integral pieces. Um, And then we have, Seth Rollins, oh Becky Lynch, we're missing Becky, yeah, Becky Lynch. Lynch is gone, yeah, yeah, we don't, we don't have all these pieces, and Seth Rollins is caught up in this like horrible Rey Mysterio storyline. So it's just like, I feel like WWE is just like, what the hell do we do? You know, like all <laughs> all of their front runners yeah. that they've used for like the last four years are just like missing in action, and I don't think they know how to how to do anything right. And then, and then like I said, Seth is caught up in this this horrible feud i don't i don't know i don't know what this is doing and you know i love seth rollins but i can't i'm like i thought it was over you mean you literally poked a guy's eye out you know like what where can we go from here <laughs> yeah i'm surprised they haven't put rollins in a, in a main event thing i know they did it a little bit with mcintyre but like have him like try to recruit mcintyre or you know slowly have him like beat down you know have have him like for one week he's gonna beat murphy then he's gonna beat yeah. you know this guy whatever and and rollins kind of have the numbers <sighs> game on him i don't know i don't i don't really see and the dominic mysterio should not be anywhere near a ring i mean i almost i mean i did turn it off because he came down to the ring and it took him like 13 minutes to get into the to ring say, and to even say anything. say anything i'm like what are you doing i wanted rollins to say like dude this is only a three-hour show man let's go like come on yeah. um, and i mean and that's the thing is like you're gonna put dominic mysterio who's like you know green as freaking grass out there with seth rollins you know, I mean, you're your top star in the one of your like top stars in the company right now, and you're gonna pair him with Dominic. Like, come on! Like, I can understand Seth and Ray as far as like their talent levels go. The like the matches that they had, great. Obviously, the storyline is just god awful. But I mean, their actual wrestling was great. But now what? Like, where we got Seth and Dominic? Like, I, I can't. I can't. Uh, anything else on Raw before we head over to AEW Dynamite, guys? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, that's it. Oh, uh, oh, Alistair Black. We didn't talk about uh, him losing his eye on. Uh, on I'm not talking about any more eyeballs. I'm done. I'm done with the eyeball. <laughs> it's a no eyeball <laughs> show. Yeah. No, no eyeball. Yeah, this... No eyeball rule. No eyeball yeah. discussion. Yeah. No eyeball gouging discussions. <laughs> yeah. From this from this point forward, if we're gonna have any more eyeball gougings, it's gonna get eliminated from the format. Like yeah. the street three stooges on uh, WWE yeah. right now, just eye pokes. <laughs> yes, eye yeah. poke of doom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the eye poke of doom. That's exactly what this is. Uh, before we get into uh, our AEW recap, uh, our good buddy Justin Summers, who's a Patreon subscriber and uh, hosts the At Wrestling Cheers uh, podcast, is a big indie wrestling fan. He took a little uh, problem with me. Uh, talking about Eddie Kingston last week, and I think we're going to make this a weekly thing where he's going to uh, kind of give us like a, the 411 on whoever Cody is facing. This week he's going to give us a little background on our buddy Warhorse who faced off against Cody this week. Uh, so let's play that clip from Justin Summers right now. 
Holy fam, this is Justin Summers from the Wrestling Cheers podcast, and this week I have been given the opportunity to tell you a little bit about who War Horse is that you saw this week on AEW Dynamite and why you should care. A little bit of background on him. He started off as Jake Parnell, part of the Viking War Party tag team. That ended up breaking up, and he went on his own as the War Horse, Jake Parnell. It was a little bit of what you see today, but just a little bland. No face paint, no character. He then took a little bit of inspiration from Kiss and became the wrestler that he wanted to see, not the wrestler that he thought he should be. From then, you took 80s wrestler, heavy metal music, and a little bit of the Ultimate War, and you put them together, and there you have Warhorse. Now, why should you care about him? I'm personally not a move guy, so I can't tell you a lot of moves he does, but I will say this. There is an upcoming crop of independent wrestlers that have the most creativity I have ever seen. Warhorse is one of them. If you're paying attention to Ring of Honor, Danhausen is another. There's also Effie, an openly gay wrestler, Alley Cat, and Dan the Dad. Everyone I mentioned is online creating content, becoming undeniable characters in the world of professional wrestling. Many people get signed to WWE, get signed to wherever, and they kind of lack the creativity. They lack the character. In my opinion, Warhorse is a name you're going to want to know now and be on the lookout for later. He is an undeniable force of ruling ass in professional wrestling. He is also the independent wrestling champion, a part of IWTV. Who did he beat to become that champion? Orange Cassidy. So maybe that's all the more reason to keep your eyes open for Warhorse. Before I go, I want to reply back to what Phil said last week really quick. Why should you care about the legend known as Eddie Kingston? A man that who has been all across the country, whether it be Ring of Honor, PWG, CZW, AAW in Chicago, Chakara, or even doing a little bit of time in Impact Wrestling. Eddie is a madman from Yonkers. And like it was said last week, and I said on Twitter, he is basically the New York version of Kevin Owens. Now, if you should have heard of him, you said he, sh- we, he would be in WWE. He has had tryouts in WWE, but he has at least made it to Impact Wrestling, which for the longest time was the second best company in the world, or at least in the United States. Now that AEW is forming and they're bringing in a lot of talent, How many years ago did you know about Marco Stunt? I can tell you, I heard about him before AEW, before he was in GCW. I knew him on the independent scene, and I never even met him. I just watched him on IWTV, loved what I seen. AEW did the right thing and signed him. A lot of wrestlers come from the independent scene, and there's no bigger legend of the veteran that is Eddie Kingston. Adding him gives roughness, gives toughness, and that's hard to come by. The question that I ask is, why is it okay for WWE to use independent talent, such as Nick Stapp, such as Smart Mark Sterling, but you're going to criticize AEW when they decide to spotlight independent wrestling talent. This gives them more exposure and potentially more bookings in the future if the world was normal right now. I don't have a dog in the fight between AEW and WWE because at the end of the day, I'm more of an independent wrestling fan than anything. But I call it like I see him. It is no different than when WWE uses independent wrestling talent. That's my two cents. That's my time. And that's why you should keep your eyes open for Warhorse. You should love that Danhausen. 
AEW should sign Eddie Kingston and why it's a good thing for AEW to use independent wrestling talent. Now that Matt Cardone is there too, I'm pretty sure the two weeks we've had independent talent on was just to buy time. My name is Justin Summers, a part of the Wrestling Cheers podcast. Justin, thank you so much. A lot, lot to unpack there. You can follow him at Wrestling Cheers is his podcast. His Twitter is Heavyset330, so he's he's big dude season, so we got to give him some love there. Um, had some bones to pick with what I said last week about he called Eddie Kingston a legend. Um, I think we throw that word around a little bit too lightly here, but I do like, you know, Sheena, I'd like that they're bringing in uh, indie guys to face Cody here. It's a good idea, okay? It's a good okay. premise. Um, me and Marco are on the other side a little bit that, like, why don't we have some of these other guys that are already signed to AEW uh, being put in the position, uh, Scorpio Sky and some of these other dudes. Like, what what is going to come from this? If they don't sign Eddie Kingston, if they don't sign this War Horse dude, um, what, is, what's, what is it worth? Is it just he's going to make a little bit extra money on the indies when things get started back up? Are they going to sign these guys? Um, well... <clears throat> I mean, my thing is, is like, yeah, it, it does kind of feel like that. And I know they like, you know, we had talked about in our chat earlier, like, you know, they, they had promised us in the beginning, they were going to get all these young up and comers, like, you know, signed and, you know, build them up and whatnot. But dude, like since the, since the pandemic started, AEW's given like 60 independent wrestlers, like work that wouldn't have had work otherwise. You know what I mean? Um, and we didn't know this, like when AEW was starting, we didn't know there was going to be a pandemic. So they're like outreaching and like giving, giving these guys a little bit of shine. So I, I don't have any problem with that. Plus they've signed um, nine new people to their roster. So, I mean, they're like providing work for people during a pandemic. Like wrestlers don't have a lot of other options. You know what I mean? Like they, they only have like a very, um, <laughs> a very niche, talent right i mean not saying that all these guys aren't like talented in other aspects of their life not that what i'm saying but i mean you know there's not really many things that a wrestler can do other than wrestle so i love that AEW's actually like reaching out to some of these guys and letting them come on dynamite and get a little bit of get a little bit of shine you know yeah there's nothing wrong with it i just i mean if they're if they like them enough i would sign them and pay them and then you can they can be part of your roster because for one week, I mean, it gives them the shine, but I mean, you're, you're going to have a nice payday for a week. I mean, true. it's, it's well, kind of pick, we don't picking. know what they're we don't know what the logistics are, but I mean, you know, you also don't want a bloated roster because then you run into like the the WWE syndrome, right? I mean, you don't want that bloated roster that you can't take care of or can't give them the proper time that they need. You know what I mean? Like Lance Archer, like Brody Lee, like all these guys they signed got a title match and now they're nowhere to be seen. They're wrestling on AEW Dark. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Kind of like that. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, and, and our buddy Matt Cardona comes down at the end of the match after this. I mean, this War Horse guy was not bad. He was, it was a good match. It's not something I'm going to, not memorable. I couldn't, he, me and Justin were going into it on Twitter a little bit because I'm like, this, this guy is not like, he didn't do anything in the match that made me like, oh, damn, this, this dude can go. Like, it was just a good, it reminded me like a, like a WWF match. It was just a good, a good, did you watch it, Sheena? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I it was a, it. I it was a good match, but but like, I'm not gonna be like, oh, dude, they gotta sign this guy, man. He's amazing. Like, wh- well, everything's not gonna be a five star classic. I mean, it is their weekly show. I mean, yeah. did, did every. But if you're showcasing every, people, um, you got to go out there and make me want to buy the fucking car. You know, like. True, but I mean, you got to yeah. think. Did did every U.S. title match that John Cena had was it like? You know, was it like? Do you remember? I mean, how many of those do you remember? I remember. You know I, I remember mean? a couple of them because they were really good. I remember the Kevin Owens one. I remember the Sami Zayn one. Like those were guys that were on their roster that were not really getting like 
where they should be, and they got a nice True, little but platform. But this just started. This this whole um, TNT title thing is what what's it been a month? You know, you got it. Yeah, gonna give it some time. You know, so okay. we'll talk about it in a couple don't, months. Yeah, don't don't crap on it. Don't crap no, on it so soon. I like the idea. Know? I like the premise of it. I mean, but if you're, mm-hmm. I, I would like it to be like. We just signed this guy. He's going to be a badass. Like, and when he comes to the ring, tell me who it is. And I also like like not knowing who it is until the match starts. And like, who's this guy coming out? Like, that's that was the most fun part about Cena's thing because it was like we you wait to hear someone's music play and they're from NXT or something. Yeah. So uh, a good true. A good, but then but then you you crapped on Eddie Kingston. That's exactly what they did with Eddie Kingston. Last no, we week. knew crapped, we knew about that ahead that. of time. We knew about that ahead of time. Who I didn't know. I had to saw. I just saw him come out. Cody was out on the ring, and I just saw this freaking little New Yorker come out and freaking start cutting a promo. I didn't know. Like it wasn't announced. I, was it announced uh, on the show that he was coming out? Maybe it wasn't announced, but I think it was like heavily, uh, you know, dirt sheet assized. Like, but yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, I mean, it's you know, still, I, you know, I don't read that shit. Yeah, it was still an. <laughs> they still stole this whole thing from WWF, which is the main problem that me and Marco have had in our group chat. That like. They, they, they claimed, and we've talked about this on the show for so long, that AEW was going to be so much different, and just like they're borrowing you know, talent from there, they're borrowing a lot of the ideas from there, like they had this opportunity to be completely mm-hmm. different and be like New Japan America, and it, it's not what it is, which, you know, that's fine, that's what it is. I still enjoy watching AEW, um, I don't think it's where it needs to be, but you know, they're still, like you said, they're still within the first year and a half, so... True. Well, you know, like the the heel husband and I were having this discussion earlier today, and you know, we were talking we when we were talking about how just bad the WWE's been as of late, and uh, we were talking about what we love about AEW is that like everything is like everything is like like it's in the same world, right? Like these these all these storylines are like intermingling. All of these guys have something going on. I mean, you saw even with like the. Um, the freaking inner circle thing. As soon as that, that match was over, you saw, you know, Matt Hardy come down and like Sammy Guevara, like, you, you know, they're, they're like building that up, you know? So things are happening within other storylines and like all of this exists in the same world. Whereas WWE, like you, you don't even know that like Seth Rollins knows who Drew McIntyre is. You know what I mean? Uh, These I guys like work, work together. They're yeah, in yeah. like every, everything is so compartmentalized where it's like, you know, you have one storyline that's in a little box and then you like, you, it's like a hard break. Then you go to the next storyline mm-hmm. that's in a little box, you know, whereas AEW is like a constant flow and like, it's like it really does feel like a real sport and that everybody like knows everybody and everybody's like on the lookout for everybody you have real talent like in the in the audience like scouting um and it makes for a much more enjoyable show and a much more seamless show whereas like a like where wwe for, i mean this is not new for wwe i mean it's been like this for years i mean i can't remember any time since like the attitude era that it's been more cohesive um but I feel like that's what I, that's why I enjoy watching AEW. It's just a better viewing experience. Plus the vibe. I mean, being outside, everything oh, looks it's so a, much it's, better. Yeah, it's way yeah. The, the look. The look of it is a, a thousand times better than anything. Like yeah, you, you can I mean, you could do this without fans for years, and it wouldn't really matter. Yeah. I mean, um, the, on the flip side of what you said, Sheena, when. After that uh, Cody match, the guy, some two jobber guys from the Dark Order come down, and you know, yes, we're intermingling everything here. But I, I, I mean, I watch this every week. I'm like, why are these guys fucking with Cody? What's going? Yeah. Like, what's yeah, the they reason they're beating him up? Yeah, that that I mean, to me, yeah, that, that was kind of out of the blue. It didn't make sense. But I mean, I guess it gave 
Matt Cardona a reason just, to well, yeah, it was just come to, out, to set up know? the match for next week. That's all it was yeah. for. But also, why not just have him beat the shit out of Cody for a couple minutes before? I mean, Matt Cardona was right behind them. Like they were like yeah. barely in the ring yet, and then he came <laughs> down. You know, like right. So I mean, I, I, yeah. I know they're they're working with what they got. I mean, bottom line here, we can be critical of WWE, we can be critical of AEW, but. Um, I, I do like the fact that they intermingle things and have like you know Kenny Omega can be in a tag team match one week, then it can fight you know one of the guys in a singles match the next week. Yeah, blah blah blah. Ex- um, exactly. I mean, you got to admit right now. I mean, it's it's been better than Raw and SmackDown, straight up. Yeah, you know well, that's I mean? not a, that's but that is true. It's, but that's not a high a bar. Low, it's a low bar. <laughs> yes. But I mean, yeah. but I mean, those are like the premium shows. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's what we yeah. that's yeah. what we hold as like the gold standard of like what True. like the business you know what i mean yeah, i guess yeah, not yeah. if you're a smart but like you know wwe is like the the pinnacle right like that's where you want to be and like you yeah. you're like oh this is what wrestling should look like the production value like all the things like you know wwe's talent is like loads better than aew but it's just their presentation the, the, yeah exactly yeah, so, yeah the presentation uh, yeah let me jump in real quick and, yes please. And i re- remember this you can go back in the archives of this show and when this pandemic started, I'm the one that did say that AEW had a better representation of a of a uh, arena, fanless arena mm-hmm. vibe. You did. Um, mm-hmm. I did bring that up first and say their presentation was much better than WWE's. They're doing it way better. And then obviously WWE copied them. Here's what I would have appreciated more with the uh, the Cody Warhorse match if they if maybe they held off on Matt Cardona and maybe mm-hmm. if the when the dark uh, order did attack Cody. Warhorse helped Cody, and then maybe set it up for next week. There you go. Warhorse and Cody tag up, and then they face the dark, like something like that. Like mm-hmm. bring him back, bring him back the next week, and because I think they're probably end up, they're gonna sign that dude. Because so how yeah. would you how would you have brought Matt in then? I would have waited till like next week, and then they get overpowered. Say like they do have the tag match, so it's Warhorse mm-hmm. Cody. They're facing the two goons from the Dark Order. Um, they're obviously on the bad side. They're losing. Brody Lee's out there. He's getting pissed off that uh, that they're taking the taking the shit under the stick, so to speak. Yeah. And um, uh, they he sends down the rest of the, the Dark Order, and they're just kicking the shit out of Warhorse and Cody. And then you send out Matt Cardona to clean okay. house. Because, I can see like that. that. Because they everyone... build it up that way. I'm not a booker. I have no clue what I'm talking about. But that no, would no. But we're all you know. We've been wrestling fans for a long time. How about yeah. everyone who debuts in AEW comes down to save someone or beat somebody up? Why not just have him? Right. I mean, when FTR came in, like they're like you know mm-hmm. saving the young bucks, saving the bucks. Just have mm-hmm. him backstage. Like they don't do like we kind of hate it when Raw does it. Like Charlie Caruso will be interviewing somebody backstage, and they'll pan the camera over and show like. Like when Morrison debuted back in, right. like, just change it. Not that that's my favorite way to debut somebody, but like yeah. you can just mm-hmm. have it. You don't have to have it in the ring. You can just let it marinate a little bit and like, that's oh true. shit, what's yeah. he doing here? You know? Yeah, um, he could just like he could just like come out and like announce his like um, like he's here. You know what I mean? Like I mean that's like his whole gimmick. Yeah. Is like you know I- I'm here. You know, um, and then that would be really cool because that kind of like sets you up to be like, oh man, well like where, what's he gonna do? Who's he going to like? Who's gonna be his like first feud? Right, like yeah. if he just announces like, "Hey, I'm here in AEW," then it kind of like opens up this world of possibilities and like fantasy booking, where you're like, "Oh shit!" Like, is he a good guy? Is, you know? he with, is he with Cody? Yeah, is he against now, Cody? Yeah, now, exactly. But now he's like immediately aligned with Cody, right? Like, yeah. and kind of yeah. just like in that like buddy buddy role, which we don't even know what that 
means or what that's going to look like, right? Like, what? who's he going to fight when he's fighting with Cody? Are they going to tag team? Like, what's happening, right? I, I get that. Um, I would turn Cardona heel next week and have yeah. him turn on Cody, and then, then you have a match set up for the week after for no, the TNT. Why is every, like, but, no, but then you get everybody turn on Cody. You had MJF <laughs> turn on Cody too quickly. You're going to have Matt turn on Cody too quickly. Can, can we talk how the Major Brothers have had a title made up they're selling a title on their podcast, uh, a belt, a belt on their podcast for like, it's either sixteen hundred or nineteen hundred dollars. Really nice looking belt from uh, one of those companies. Fanduel, I think, or Fandu is that what they called? Yeah, Fandu, yeah. yeah. And, and or maybe t- it's Wildcat belt. One of those oh, two. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. The TNT yeah. belt is still looks the same. <laughs> still haven't gotten <laughs> that fucking thing yet, finished. Still. Yeah, it's not done. No, the pandemic. It's, it's, it's yeah, a work pandemic. in progress. Yeah. Right? yeah. I think, I mean, at this point, what's the point of even changing it? Like, you've had it that way for a month, so it's like, or yeah. two months. Yeah. Uh, like, what's the what's the freaking point? Just keep it, you know? Uh, what else? Oh, did, what, what was the thing with, I mean, there's a lot of people have criticized Taz, like, outshining this Brian Cage kid that has come in. And there was a point in the, in the interview where he was, like, front and center, like, pointing the camera with his shitty New Jersey accent. And he had he was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna get yelled at it. Let me get you front and center in front of me, or something. Did you did you catch that? Like, uh, uh-uh, no, he, I missed I missed uh, the end of Ada. Was that at the end? Because I missed part of the toward end of the it. end. Yeah, I mean, and he just you know I know Bully Ray on his show on XM has has been critical of like you know Taz Taz was the one who threw the towel and Taz the one who's talking every single week and you know like yeah I know I know you yeah. need a mouthpiece but you know the the guy lost the title match now he loses the tag team match. Um, it, it's just, you know, you, you build these guys up and like, if you want him to be a main eventer, I got to believe that he's going to kick some ass and win some matches. Yeah. yeah. I saw, oh yeah. I, oh, I did see, I did see the match. I didn't see Taz. Uh, I did. I saw Ricky Starks, like cut a promo on, um, yeah, yeah even him kind, yeah. kind of like taking over the, like the, like. Brian yeah, he's Cage like over, overshining. Yeah. But it's yeah. true. Yeah. I didn't like, even think yeah. about that. Yeah. Brian but, Cage was like standing there. So two two takes for the uh, for the Taz thing for me anyway. Um, if they're gonna like, I'm not saying they're trying to copy Brock and Paul Heyman that type of vibe. But if they it's are, to- it's totally what it is. I mean, yeah, let's just okay. call, let's call it. Space, I was, I was right? to give it a, yeah, yeah, which is bit. probably a copy it's, of something else that's been done. Like to, yeah. you know, that's which is a copy of Yokozuna, which yeah. is a copy of you know, like but whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's so wrestling. Like yeah. So the thing that Paul Heyman does is he focuses on Brock Lesnar. Taz is doing that, but he's st- like, it's it's all about like you said it, the positioning. So like when Paul Heyman's with Brock Lesnar in the ring, he's standing next to Brock Lesnar. He's not standing in front of him. Yeah, right. He's not staring at the camera. And Brock Lesnar's behind him. He's standing next to him, and all the words, everything he's saying is going towards. He's hyping his man up next to him. That's yeah. so true. Yeah. yeah the so visual, like, just the just the strict visual is like totally. Yeah. Like, yeah. You can see he's standing next to his guy. That's his guy. He's next to him. They're mm-hmm. side by side, which means there's a part. There's a partnership. Yeah. Not right. I'm standing in front of you. I'm the main. I'm the yeah, main yeah. Because yeah, at so certain Matt, points Matt he gets so like close to the camera, he's like almost spitting on the freaking lens. He's so close. Yeah, you know, yeah. He's like, it's almost like it's almost like um like Taz is like the dog owner and like Brian Cage is the pit bull. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. he's like gonna he's like gonna stick his dog on you, right? Like yeah. it's not like he's like you know, hey, this is this is my client. I work for this this beast. You know, like Paul Heyman and Brock. Like this, he's just like you know, I've got this weapon that I'm gonna unleash on you because you you have beef. 
with me. Like he's he's making it more personal about yeah, himself. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know, versus like Paul Heyman is like, listen, Brock's just gonna destroy you because yeah, I'm he an advocate. You know, I don't yeah. do anything. I don't fight. This guy. Yeah. Exactly. I'm yeah. Just, I'm just speaking for him. This is, and that's how like I think they want Taz to do it. But Taz is Taz. If if you watched any of the ECW stuff, that's mm-hmm. that's his style. Just the in your face like. I don't mind it. I don't mind the dynamic, but like you said, I think it diminishes Brian Cage a little bit. You know what I mean? I don't mind Taz. I think he's doing great stuff, but it doesn't make me like more excited about Brian Cage or more intimidated by Brian Cage. Yeah. And that dude, Ricky Starks wants to be the rock so bad. Oh, he, Oh my God. He nailed it. The rock. Like the, uh, I'm not the only one that I, if you're, if you didn't think this, you're lying to yourself. He legit. That's exactly what I thought too. The yeah. way he was staring at the camera, the way he was talking and like calling him like whatever I'm not, he probably called him a jabroni or something yes. like that. Like <laughs> something stupid. I'm like, he I was like, come on, dude, just no. And I, just... I think he even referred to himself in third person, if I'm not um mistaken. Uh, yeah, I think he, he may have. yeah. That's, I mean <laughs> that's what AEW's meant. Some of these guys just are not re- like they're not ready to be on national TV on a on a TV show. Like they would like benefit from an NXT like that's why we have NXT. True. Let me let me give you a devil's advocate point here, though. We have to also understand that not everybody has been a wrestling fan for 30 years. Not everybody has seen all of this stuff play out over and over and over and over again. They don't know that Ricky Starks is trying to be like a poor man's version of The Rock. They don't know that Taz and um, Brian Cage are trying to be like a knockoff of Paul Heyman and, and Brock. Like Some of these people are watching wrestling maybe for the first time. You know what I mean? Oh, so they're I like, "Wow, this guy's them. got this guy's got a lot of charisma." Wow, I like the way he I like the way he talks. I like the way he talks trash. You know, um, and I think sometimes we're in a bubble because all of our social media surrounds wrestling. Yes, we have a podcast around wrestling. Yeah. We've watched yeah. wrestling for an X number of years, but we have to remember there's like new fans coming into wrestling all the time that don't know all of that stuff. So to them, like it may feel fresh, right? So they I think, think Nia Jax is good. You know? Yeah. They think <laughs> they, don't, they don't know. <laughs> she's yeah. like the eighth wonder of the world. Yeah. They don't know. Yeah, they don't know that hurting people is bad. <laughs> the ninth uh, wonder. Yeah. That's all we have on uh, AEW. Let's move over to NXT. I'm going to grab a beer, and I want you two guys to just real quickly apologize for thinking that this whole Adam Cole, Pat McAfee thing was real. <laughs> and I'm going to be back. It is real. It is real. It's still real to me, damn it. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, why they're that's... offering him a contract. Of, like They wouldn't even bring this up on the show if that was real. I know you're just messing with me now. Mark, no. Mark Henry no, said I, it was real. I, I, yeah, Mark Henry. If the if the freaking strongest man in the world says that it's real, sexual chocolate said that. Oh, if yeah. sexual chocolate said this is this is not this is not bullshit. This is real life. Do, so it is real shit. He do, said do, it is own work. This right. isn't a work. This is real shit. That's what he that's said right. on his own mouth. Do you know? That's what, right. I believe him. Do you know my son calls? He's had a Mark Henry figure since he was probably like it's one of the first ones I ever got him when he was like maybe a year old, and he calls uh, Mark Henry chocolate because he never knew how to say. I would always call him sexual chocolate, which I probably shouldn't say in front of a little. Oh I probably shouldn't say in front of a little baby, but he could. You know, he couldn't. He couldn't pronounce the word sexual. You know, I probably should just call him Mark Henry. But yeah, but, uh, but he knew chocolate. He knew chocolate. You know? Yeah, yeah. Kids know chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right, well, so, uh, let me grab a beer and then talk talk about that whole Cole thing because that's that oh, was the that was the All highlight right. of this show. All right, Marco, I'll let you take the lead on this. I saw the highlights. I didn't get to watch NXT yet, but um, yeah, I'll let you take the lead on this one and I'll I'll chime in. 
Yeah, so he basically, so they they mentioned it. Um, Triple H came out and basically, like, you know, said, like, they, he wants to set up, like, a obviously a meeting with Adam Cole and Pat McAfee to, you know, bury yeah. the hatchet, so to speak. Um, and obviously he invited him on to the show to do so. So, yeah, I could see why people would think it to work because, you know, it's going to be on, it's going to be a televised <laughs> thing. <laughs> But uh, no, no, you guys, but, are, uh, you guys are holding not. on, to, holding on. <laughs> this whole this whole thing was to turn the undisputed era face. This is this right? is where we need we need the drop. We need it's still real to me. Damn it's it. Still real to me. <laughs> oh, by the way, nice, nice shout out on uh, cheap heat, Sheena. Hey, yeah. listen. what the yeah, hell? Yeah, no, right? they, yeah, they want, um, you know, uh, sweet, sweet Peter Rosenberg was like, you know, do you think Chick Foley watches Impact? And I was like, hell no, Chick Foley doesn't watch Impact. Who has time to watch Impact? You know, gonna, but I don't I'm know. If, start, if WWE, but... yeah, if WWE keeps going down the down the tubes, then, uh, you know, we, we, this might turn into an Impact podcast. Who knows? All right, real quick, because we've been, we are at 45 minutes here. We haven't even gotten into anything from any of the stuff we need to talk about. Uh, NXT, <laughs> uh, we talked about it in our chat. Dexter Loomis moves on into the ladder match for the North American Championship. I mean, we need to look at this dude, and, and, yeah, and you know, he, he just screams like professional wrestler. And that's another thing I have wrong with AEW. Half these guys look like they're playing wrestlers, where a guy yeah. like Dexter Loomis looks like, like a badass motherfucker. Speaking of playing wrestlers, though, dude, freaking MJF cut a fire. Oh, he did. He did. Well, I mean, he's he's the best thing they got. He's good anyway. Yeah, he's the best thing. So good. It was so good. And you know, it's it's funny because I feel like I'm eating my words because last week I was talking about how I hate how like AEW like mentions WWE and like makes reference to them and like MJF made reference to WWE like two or three times and it didn't even bother me because the way he did it and his delivery was like. I felt like it was genuine and the way it was like very, I don't know. Yeah. I just, yeah. just the way that he did it didn't feel like, like how it's been done by like Cody or Tony Khan or, you know, Jericho when he's like, you know, the demo God. Like I felt like it was like, I could feel it. I was like, damn, he's yeah. fire. He did it. He did it more as a dig to, to uh, John Moxley. That's why it wasn't as like right. effective. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. like he was like throwing shots at WWE directly at them. It was more or less like yes. he was speaking to John Moxley. That's why it was, it was it was acceptable for him to say things about he's WWE. He's so good. He, he is, is really good. He's so damn good. He's the best dude. thing. To it's it's him, Orange Cassidy, and uh, yeah. Britt Baker. Britt Baker. I mean, Baker. Yeah, those are the three yeah, right there. WWE, WWE will sign two of the three of them within the next two years. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh no, he's he bleeds the. Uh, yeah, I don't AEW, think so. I don't think he could go to a he he would not be the same character in WWE. I mean, he might who knows he might go to WWE eventually. I mean, you know, never say never with anything in wrestling. But his his whole like his whole draw is that he's just kind of like off the script. You know, I mean, I know it's all scripted, but like un unscripted. Like he just feels like he can just say whatever. I mean, like he literally like told that chick, you know, hey, you look prettier when you smile, which is like a total like. That's yeah. like a, a no go in twenty twenty. <laughs> like, you know, you don't tell women like, you know, hey, you look pretty when you smile. But MJF said it and I was just like, damn you know. So yeah, I know we were talking about NXT, but I had I had to bring that up because no, I, I'm like, I'm excited for him and John Moxley, you know, and the promos that are to come and all all the things. So all right, let's pump move, for that. Let's move into outside the squared circle because we have a lot of San Diego Comic Con to get to. This is brought to us by our friends at Collar and Elbow. Uh, everybody loves my new collar and elbow shirt. I've been wearing on the live good. videos. Yeah, it looks mm-hmm. nice. Very slimming. Uh, code chick for ten percent off of your order there. 
Uh, Kyrie Sane uh, leaving the WWE. Uh, her contract has expired. Looks like she's going back to Japan. And yeah. uh, they didn't use her correctly. <laughs> Every time anybody <laughs> loses, leaves. Um, you know, she had a great run, great run in NXT. I liked her there. And, and, you know, tag team champions. Like, I don't know what, what you wanted from her. I don't know. I would be pissed, though, if I was Asuka. You know what I mean? Like Oscar freaking sacrificed her her women's championship to go like rescue Kyrie and then Kyrie like the next day is like, All right, peace out. All right, yeah, I'm, I'm, done. Leaving, <laughs> I'm leaving the WWE. Like I'd be like, You biatch, like what? Yeah, I gotta fight two girls now with without you helping me out. So yeah. yeah, and I lost my freaking title to come help your ass, you know? So um yeah, I would have been pissed. But yeah, Kyrie Sane had a good run. Super happy for her. I don't know what her what her future endeavors hold. You know, there's like I've heard a couple of things. Like she wants to go back and start a family, but I feel like you can't just yeah. say like every woman's wrestler that quits wrestling wants to start a family. I feel like that's very stereotypical. So I mean, maybe she does, but I feel like that's just like the first thing people say. Oh, she wants to go start a family. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's like the easiest thing to say because that's what. Mm-hmm. Everyone... Well, I mean, I guess you know it's not impossible. I mean, like you know, a couple of people have gotten knocked up and yeah, in just say I'm, I'm going to go home and have more more sex, like. Yeah. yeah. I'm just going to go home and have a lot more sex. Maybe we have a baby. Yeah. I don't know. If we don't, it's okay. Um, Ronda Rousey's like, I want to go farm and have sex. And, you know, and <laughs> Becky Lynch is like, hey, I just want to go sit and drink coffee and, you know, have Seth Rollins' babies. So, SummerSlam possibly being held on a cruise ship or a beach. I don't know why this is not like a definite thing, but. Yeah. You know, why are we even talking about this? Like, it's. 100% needs to do something cool. Like, come on. Um,. Well, why not? If they have it Stop in the, if they have things, it in the performance center, yeah, I'm, I'm not going wa- to I'm not going to watch it. I will not watch SummerSlam if it's in that fucking boring ass <laughs> yes, performance center again. No, yes, I will not. Yes, you will. No, yes, you will. Well, I probably will, but yes. yeah, I won't be happy <laughs> yeah. though. I'll, I'll have a scowl on my face. Yes, it's um, they cannot. I mean, they cannot hold SummerSlam in. The, I mean, they can, but they should not hold SummerSlam in the performance center. If they do. I mean, I don't know what the hell they're doing. Because like I mentioned earlier, it just all feels like... I feel like every wrestling show that I've watched this year from WWE looks exactly the same. Yeah, you know, like, something I, I, different. I can't even differentiate like between... I mean, the only thing that differentiates the different pay-per-views are the cinematic matches. I'm like, oh yeah, that was at Money in the Bank. Oh yeah, that was at Mania. Oh yeah, that yeah. was at Extreme Rules. You know, like that's the only thing. Like Otherwise, I'm like... What if if it was just like a regular match in the performance center? I'm like, wait, what event was that? Was that you know Extreme Rules or was that Money in the Bank? Like I can't remember. Yeah, it's been like that for a while, especially when they stopped doing like the like the elaborate sets to like <laughs> for pay per views to like separate the pay per views from like the shows. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they had those like crazy like the remember Backlash had like the swinging yeah. like hooks and like uh, like yeah, they used to do so uh, much Royal cool Rumble stuff. Have, I mean, that was probably expensive. Had, had, like the yeah, taxi cab hanging like. They had some yeah. like awesome sets back then, and that yeah. that differentiated all the shows from everything. But now, every, even like the pay per views where they did have live crowds looked exactly like a Raw show or a SmackDown show. Just the venue yeah. changed a little bit, but um, yeah, they uh, so the thing with that is it's Florida, where Florida is like really bad. Um, they may have to like move locations. They may not be able to do it like in Florida because true. But the Florida is also like the wild wild west. I mean, Disney World is freaking open for God's sake. Yeah, you know true. what I mean? Yeah. Like, let's let's be real. Florida has its yeah. own set of set of rules, and I'm pretty sure if Vince McMahon like wants to pull some strings, there's gonna be like it's gonna be like an unsanctioned 
thing. He'll be like, oh yeah, just go, just go over here to this beach. You know, we'll give you this one. Right. Yeah, Florida's outlaw country, right? Now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like I said, it's the wild, wild west down there, dude. People uh, just doing yeah. whatever the hell they want. Uh, looks like our good buddy Chris Statlander is uh, recovering now from ACL surgery, so she'll probably be out for you know probably at least the rest of the year, if not a lot mm-hmm. longer. Um, so she's one of the uh, the bright spots of the women's division of AEW, which won't be there for a while. So we'll see when she comes back. Um, we didn't talk about uh, AEW signing a uh, former Funkadactyl Cameron. Yeah, yeah. Cameron, uh, yeah. Yeah, who uh, That's a good that's a good fam- pickup. She uh, famous for two things. She told uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin on Tough Enough that her fam- favorite match of all time was Melina versus Alicia Fox. <laughs> and you uh, know what he said? What? 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 And then uh, she tried to pin someone <laughs> while they were face down on the mat. So, oh my god, yes. Yeah. Um, yes, so a good that, addition though. to the women's division. Uh you know, yeah, there's there's not awesome too many you know, you could sign she maybe did. some indie indie women wrestlers, but nah. No, she had some I didn't even know she was still wrestling. I had no idea. Like the last time I saw her was just on an episode of Total Divas. Um, that's the most famous thing I remember her from is Total Divas. I rarely remember any of her matches. Like ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had um uh, last night um they had that match with uh their women's champion face I forget her name. Was, yeah, and they it was for like a contract, wasn't it? Yeah. And she ended well, up losing. <laughs> <laughs> what? They signed they signed the <laughs> they signed the crappy funkadactyl check. Yeah, over. it was like um Nyla it was like they were trying to figure out who was gonna be her partner or something. Yeah. I, I can't remember the whole storyline. It was like there was like tag team tournament rules or something. I don't know, but yeah, it's it's that new it's that uh, women's tag tournament that they have where you have like a mm-hmm. random partner, um, but you get matched up by a color. Yeah, so Vicky, I think Vicky like um, pull, Vicky pulled the color, and the color was Cameron, um, and so like Nyla was pissed off that Cameron was going to be her her partner. So. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. They're really doing big things with the. Yeah, AEW that's going to be fun to watch. Cool. As, so it's yeah. Not- as much Oof, as I've talked yeah. good about AEW tonight, I cannot speak highly of their women's division. So why 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 do we have to do a deadly draw? Why can't we just do a normal tag team tournament? Why why mix yeah. up people? Then there's no then then you're not building any like. That's the point, yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. Brandy will win. Brandy and Brandy will just tag with herself. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, it'll be it'll be the Nightmare Sisters. Yeah. Nightmare Society Sisters. <laughs> it just. <laughs> AJ Styles, AJ Styles, yeah, with Luther in their corner. He was a good pickup too. AJ Styles <laughs> declined Impact Hall of Fame induction. Um, I don't know why this is big news. I mean, he's he's working for WWE. I don't know why they would even try to induct him while he's working for another company. But um, maybe wait till he's retired. I don't. I don't know. I'm surprised. I didn't know PR Impact. People. They need. They need yeah. people to watch Impact, Phil. Okay, they're trying to get people to watch Impact, and AJ Styles is a draw. Okay, yeah. they Who's were just in the pulling Impact their... Hall of Fame. This is the COVID era. They're like, please, <laughs> we just whatever we can do. Can we get AJ Styles here? Can we get him back? Like, get you know, Pete Rose. Yeah, yeah. What can we do Rose. to like be able to talk about AJ Styles right now? Oh boy. All right, I'm gonna see who's in the Impact Hall of Fame real quick. Here we go. There's a. It has its own Wikipedia page, so that's good. Yeah, it's a legit thing, man. So, where is it at? Oh, it's been going uh, on since 2012. Yeah, same place the WWE Hall of Fame is located. In all of our imaginations. <laughs> Sting, Kurt Angle, Jeff Jarrett, Gail Kim. Oh, 
Ken Shamrock went in this year. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Things uh, I didn't know. Team 3D. Earl Hebner. Wow. Okay. Cool. Yeah, they just, get, they get a legit squad there. Yeah, just there, a bunch hopefully. of yeah, all the guys in WWE that went there. But you know, Kurt Angle <laughs> had some good years there, so can't can't knock him for that. He's in two Hall of Fames. Two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He might be in the. He might be in the. Yeah. He might be in the Amit the Collegiate Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame. Yeah, I don't know. it's true. Yeah, we'll have to do some research on that. Um. Uh, we have here Vince McMahon addressing the uh, declining ratings and building new stars on a shareholders meeting. I guess I, I'm, a, I'm a shareholder. I guess I missed the, yeah, the Zoom missed the call meeting? for that one. Yeah. What the hell? Working. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, yeah. They, they spoke about. Uh, they, they obviously they asked him about like the declining ratings and stuff like that. And basically, said you know they, they, they planned us to like build new stars and stuff like that. And you know that's that's kind of kind of offset it. Then they asked him about, oh, what about NXT and AEW? Why are they performing better than, you know, Raw and SmackDown? Essentially, it's like, oh, because they're new shows. You know, they're they're new things that people like to see. Good shit. Um, that was his answer to that. So wow, yeah, no, yeah. it's just it's just because the booking has been terrible, and you're missing like like eight of your top ten stars. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. You, yeah. The people you made stars are not mm-hmm. wrestling for you right now. So that's that's mm-hmm. it's okay to say that. We don't have you just stand up and say, hey, Roman's gone. Becky's mm-hmm. gone. Yeah. <laughs> we that's lost tough, our big stars you know? right now. So it's kinda rough right now for us. But we'll we'll bounce back at some point. That's that's what I would say. Um let's get Jared Colby on the phone to do a uh quick recap of the rest of San Diego Comic Con right now. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. All right, we have a lot of news to talk about here from the rest of San Diego Comic Con, our weekly purchases, and all that kind of stuff. We are welcomed by a guest here, our buddy Jared Colby, one of our Patreon subscribers. Jared, you can follow him at JRod2009. What's going on, man? How are you this evening? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? Not too bad, man. I'm glad you could jump on uh, with us here. Where are you? Uh, where are you located? I'm down in Jacksonville, Florida. Oh, Jay Vegas, baby. Nice. Okay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Cool. Um, we were just talking about how Florida was like the wild, wild west. So you're down there, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know we've got the legendary Florida man, and it is a real thing down here. <laughs> how are you? Uh, are you staying safe down there? I know people are. Going crazy, everyone wearing masks, or people are just saying, screw it, it's Florida, we can do whatever little, we want. It's a little bit of everything, you know, Florida, we're all on island time, there's some people that are wearing masks, some people that aren't, um, you know, I can still go out to the beach and I don't have to worry about it, so. That's, right. That's good. Nice. Um, how did you find out about our show st- and stuff, man? I know we've followed each other and talked on stuff on Twitter and stuff for a long time, but how did you find uh, our show and our Patreon? That's exactly where I found you guys was on Twitter. Um, and, and I think I think someone that I followed had posted that they got like a hard to find figure. I think it was a, a Cassius Ono. Yes. And, and they told me, hey, you know, I got it through the Chick Foley Facebook group and I became a fan ever since. How do you like the uh, how do you like the Patreon Facebook group, man? I know you, it's been pretty fun so far. Oh, it's killer. I love it. Um, you know, today. Today I got the uh, GI Joe Cobra Beach, you know the the figure from Target. Uh, who like, got that hey, for you? Awesome, who got that for awesome. you, man? 
Yeah, you did, buddy. I oh, it. shit. That's Wait. what I did. Yeah, I was about to leave, and I, saw, I posted the picture, and I went back in for you because I know it's been, I guess, hard hard to find. I guess it was a, like a Target exclusive, so I'm glad I could find that for you, man. Um, but, yeah, let's get uh, let's get into seeing Comic-Con. Uh, Marco's going to kind of run down uh, the list of what we didn't talk about last week, and we, if you want to jump in, if you have anything that you want to talk about, at the end we can talk about overall like what we're most excited about, what we saw. Uh, Marco, go right ahead. All right, sweet. So um, <clears throat> last last week we did uh, we did have a collection series eighty, uh, but we didn't have all of all the figures. I think they I think we had the the Viking Raiders, Kyle O'Reilly, and then uh, uh, Kevin Owens and uh, Rocky Johnson were the last two that they added to the thing. So yeah, I'm, I'm super pumped that the uh, Kevin Owens is actually coming out. It's, it's in his new gear. They you get to see all the new tattoos that he's yeah. acquired yeah. over the. Uh, the past year or so um the rocky johnson was a pretty big surprise i'm actually glad obviously you know rocky johnson is the father of uh the rock so I, i'm glad that they uh immortalized him in, in a figure form and stuff like that so what do you guys think about that yeah that well i don't think we knew about that at all there was no kind of rumors about it what uh jared what from this series are you looking mo- most forward to uh elite 80 honestly uh it's gonna be the viking raiders for me Ah, oh, dude, those are those are yeah, sick, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm, they yeah. are sick, dude. They might be uh, candidates for uh, figures of the year. I don't know which one's better, but yeah, those are those are must pickups. Um, you know, the Kyle O'Reilly looks great. I mean, uh, this is the one with Bailey too, right? The uh, the Karen haircut Bailey, right? Yeah, she's in this. So, yeah, oh yeah, a good, a really good series. Um, moving on to Elite eighty two, Marco. Yep. So Elite eighty two, we have uh, Keith Lee. Uh, John Morrison, the uh, the new John Morrison or the returning mm-hmm. John Morrison version, and the uh, collector's edition uh, Gronk <laughs> that everyone's happy happy to uh, add to their collections apparently. But I think it might be the it might be the the one that everyone's going to go after for some reason. I have some odd feeling that it's going to be the popular figure out of that series. Not me, dude. I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm, all, I'm big dude, big dude season all the way. Give me that. I'm a bask in his glory. Give me that Keith Lee. Uh, you know, Give me I, that Keith Lee. You know I want that John Morrison, but I agree with Marco. I, f- I feel like that Gronk is going to be hard to find for some reason. I feel like people yeah. are shitting on it now, but like it's going to be like obviously it's going to be his only figure. He's never coming back to wrestling. Yeah. Uh, well, I shouldn't say never. I mean, I don't know how much longer he'll play football, but <laughs> Um, it's just a just a weird one off, and maybe it maybe it opens the doors for like a Tyson figure and some other folks that are you know non wrestling. Yeah. You know what? Do, what do you think, Jared? You gonna pick up that Gronk? I'm gonna <laughs> pass on Gronk, man. It, honestly, I, that might be the way that I get my 24 seven title. Oh, well, it's a good call. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. 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 Um. All right. Uh. We we saw some cool photos, Marco from uh, Jeremy Padauer from AEW Unrivaled Series Three. Uh, the, the Series yeah. Two just went up for pre-order on Ringside Collectibles, but Series mm-hmm. Three has some big names too. Yeah, so they uh, so <clears throat> he didn't want to feel left out of the uh, the SDCC weekend loop, so he uh, went on Twitter and just started spewing out a bunch of uh, uh, pictures of uh, uh, figures that are coming out. So uh, Orange Cassidy, uh, we've seen little glimpses of that with the um, with the pants, the pants pocket holes that you could put his hands in his pockets and stuff like that, which is going to be pretty unprecedented. Um, then you had uh, the Bastard Park as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, I believe that Darby Allen is a chase. So there's two Darby Allens. There's his yeah. uh, regular gear, and then there's the 
the gear he had when he faced Jericho, I believe. When he was, yeah, like, there's, like, body, body paint. paint. Yep. Yeah. When he had, like, his whole body painted instead of half of it. So, yeah, mm-hmm. those are actually – I can't actually wait for two of those, not the Bastard Park, but de- definitely Darby Allen and uh, Orange Cassie. I can't wait to see what they look like, especially with, like, the, the soft goods stuff that they have. For sure. Uh, are you are you picking up these AEW figures, Jared, when they come out? I think I think Monday is when Series One hits stores. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I'm guilty of this. I actually took Monday off of work. Oh shit! <laughs> me and my son will be hitting as many WalMarts as we can in town. That's awesome. That's cool. I hope they put them out. You know the the thing I love about Walmart, like you know you you can like bitch about the distribution as much as you want to, but like the thing about Walmart is like at least when they have stuff, they put it out, right? Like it may not be there on time. Like, you know, who knows if they'll even be there on Monday, but we have seen some, like, you know, some, some glimmers of hope that they will be there on Monday, but like target, like they, like literally like how many people in our group, like went to target on, um, launch day. And like, they were like, Oh, well they're in the back, but we're not yeah. going to go get them. Today, like, Walmart. Yeah. Did that. yeah. Yeah, well, Walmart is, like, so good. Like, if it's in there, like, they're, they're pushing it out. Like, yeah. I mean, I've seen them just, like, literally, like, have stuff, like, stacked on stacked on stacked on t- at Walmart, you know, just because they want to have it out of the back. Um, so that's one good thing about these being at Walmart and versus Target because Target is, Lord have mercy. It's very rare that someone starts the sen- a sentence, uh, you know, the thing I love about Walmart is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not too many people. Right. Uh, I love the, uh, the, 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 the lovely smell of a... Uh, people um we didn't talk we talked about this before we started recording uh elite 82 the cha- the the store exclusive is a walmart british bulldog and this is with matilda we have a lot of listeners a lot of facebook folks that are in the uk um and this is a figure they're going to want so we're going to re- we're going to set up something on in our facebook group that, with all of the folks here in the u.s uh, i don't want this figure but i will be out hunting it for our friends in the uk uh, we, we, I think we need to set up some sort of list of everybody we know on social media that wants this figure and uh, who's willing to pay, you know, for the shipping, obviously from from the U.S. over to the U.K. and yeah. and help these Spindy. folks out. It's just crazy that this is not going to be available to them. You know, I don't know what Mattel was thinking. Yeah, that's that's kind of ridiculous. I mean, surely the God they'll do some sort of re-release because that that makes zero sense. But. Yeah. Um, but I'm definitely getting this figure. I mean, I mean, I know it's not shame. I know it's not Seamus or anything, but, um, yeah, Yeah. I definitely, I definitely got to get that, that (laughs) bulldog figure. What about you, Jared? Are you copping the bulldog? I have to. Yeah. That was one of my favorites as a kid. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that the bulldog might open up new doors, uh, for animals and the elite line. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Coco beware. Maybe Coco. Oh, Coco. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, we've had right. we've had, um, had revelations yeah. and uh, what uh, what's the other snake's name? There's revelations and oh, God, oh man, so, keep... uh, all the people are screaming right now. Oh, what is it? Marka, look that up. I keep wanting to say Matilda, but that's just because Matilda's no, in my brain. I know, I know, Matilda's not right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. The thing the thing we'll say about the bulldog is, you know, obviously, um, we were like all like, well, damn it. Like, we got this freaking awesome bulldog, but like, no no dynamite kid. Um, but like Ashton Figure Attack actually addressed this, this exact thing about why they did some like half done uh, tag teams. You know, like they did, they're doing Stunning Steve, but they don't have Brian Peelman to go along with him. But he was like, you know, dude, 
we don't know what these rights and like the licensing and stuff is going to be like on these guys. So we would rather go ahead and get these guys out. Like, you know, we would hate for it to like wait on this bulldog. Um, and then, you know, by the time we were able to get the rights for dynamite kid or things get worked out for dynamite kid, like we don't have the rights for bulldog anymore, uh, you know? Yeah. So like, makes sense. he's basically saying like, you know, we're going to go ahead and get these figures out. And then hopefully in the future sometime, like we'll be able to work some things out to get, to get more guys in the line. But yeah, it makes sense just to go ahead and get them out because you never know. These things are fluid. They change all the time. Um, and like, you know, you just never know when these guys, like when they're, whoever's the executor of their name or account or whatever is going to change up what they allow WWE or Mattel to do. Right. Uh, we right. S- Here's a question for you. Yeah. Would this make you mad similar to what they did with the ringside exclusive with edge? And you had the other heads of Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. Mm-hmm. Would you be mad if they released the British Bulldog, but with Dynamite Kid's head? <laughs> I mean, I guess not. I mean, I guess it would be a Dynamite Kid figure, but I just feel like that's kind of like so cheap. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, right. he wasn't too different from him, but he was definitely shorter. I feel like, and not yeah. as like not as big, not as built. But I mean, if that's the if that's the worst we get like you know whatever um yeah. yeah that's a good question though um moving on to the next series is survivor series these used to be i think a walmart exclusive they'll now be available from ringside i think they're already yep. up there um it's drew mcintyre with the uh the raw t-shirt we got a john morrison from like the early 2000s we have a uh, Kane and a samoa joe with a smackdown shirt um, I'm really loving these. I think they're pretty cool looking. Uh, what do you guys think? Well, I hate those branded shirts first and foremost. Like the yeah, Survivor, se- the Survivor Series where they wear the branded shirts is like the freaking worst. Like they'll be like wearing their regular ring gear. Like I'll never forget Shinsuke wearing like his ring gear <laughs> and wearing that freaking SmackDown shirt. He looked like a dentist in like some scrubs. <laughs> it, was, it was so ri- so ridiculous. Like why do you like? I I get it. Like if they want to wear like red ring gear or blue ring gear, like I, that, I'm totally cool with that. Right? Rep, yeah. rep your rep your brand for Survivor Series. But like the shirts, they just like make me want to like they're cringeworthy. But yeah, the figure, the figures. I mean, uh, Drew McIntyre is cool, but I mean he doesn't come close to the freaking Drew McIntyre that we already have, right? Like the yep. the modern the modern Drew McIntyre that we already have. John Morrison is whatever. Kane, that's not my favorite Kane figure. And then I mean I already have a Samoa Joe figure that I love. So I mean I love the NXT Samoa Joe. So I uh, mean it's a it's a decent series. Sheena, do you remember when they the, when the like Seth Rollins would have like his shirt would be like half of it was a raw shirt and half oh, of it was his, that's even worse yes. like that is, sewn in the is, sewn in the middle. That is definitely terrible. Worse. Like the Harvey the Harvey Dent style yeah. like yeah. Uh, Survivor God. Series shirt. Yeah, what, if they, was, what if they sold those? I would definitely buy one was, of those. They, they definitely did. <laughs> yeah, they oh, did. I should have bought yeah, one. Ridiculous. Awful, Jared. Are you buying these things? Um, I think the only one I'm going to track down is Kane, uh, like back Kane. in, back with Jax, they had the R3 series and that Kane was my favorite of that R3 run. Mm-hmm. So to get it in elite form, I'm stoked for it. Yeah. With the silver flames, it's a pretty cool. Look, it's a little bit different from what we've seen before. Um, what's next on the list here, Marco? Ah, so we have, uh, the package reveals for the decade of domination. They showed, uh, screenshots of, Undertaker, John Cena, Mark Henry, Natalia, and Randy Orton. Um, would you guys think? Did you guys see any? Did you guys get to see those photos of all the? the I'm trying to pull. I'm trying to pull them up right now. I didn't that. see that. I don't think I saw those. The decade of domination. 
Yeah, they look pretty good, man. I th- I like them yeah. a lot. Um, I'm gonna send them to you right now. She and I have yeah, some the here on my phone. Um, yeah, I mean, the Undertaker and the in the Kane were the first ones to sell out. Those were those were pretty quick. I'm hoping that that yeah. Walmart puts them back up for uh, for pre order or something. But um, I think the the second set is not coming out until December. I don't know when that first set's coming out. Um, we need we need we do need to talk about like. The AEW figures have, have you know, they, the pre-orders haven't shipped from ringside. They're about to show up in stores. Uh, obviously, the Legends figures uh, shipped after they were available in stores. Like, do you guys think this is just because of the, the pandemic? Is why we're seeing this? Because I mean, I I called up and got my sh- I had paid for shipping for my Bobby Heenan. I said like, what the fuck, man? Like, I'm already seeing this yeah. in the stores. Like, why why didn't I pre-order this three months ago? You guys have had my money collecting interest on that shit and they you know, they, yeah. gave, they gave me my shipping off so that that's good but um what do, what do you what do you think is this just a sign of the times yeah i think it's just a sign of the times dude i think i think there's shipment delays across the country no matter what you know what i mean so i think uh i don't know i mean i i can't really speak to it who freaking knows i mean what what are the odds that, i mean the the stores get it before the pre-orders get out right normally yeah. we're like where the hell are these figures yeah. why are they not in stores <laughs> exactly you know? yeah. and then I'll, I'll, this one time we're like oh my god all the targets have them and the pre-orders haven't even shipped so i don't know hopefully that's not a sign of things to come but what i will say is like it does give you a little bit of a warm and fuzzy to like have a pre-order um and then if it doesn't work out like you don't have to go around to all the freaking stores right i mean there is a pandemic happening so you don't have to go to the store to get it i mean you do it will get shipped to your door even if it is a few days after because you're not guaranteed all of our all of our friends in the facebook group went to target got freaking rejected by the target employees you know even though the figures were in the back so you don't even have to deal with that shit if you have the pre-order yeah it, it is nice then you can like go out and find it for somebody else or if you want one loose mm-hmm. or moc you know whatever you know if you and if you find it just send it back to target.com and get your money back so um basic 111 kevin owens bray wyatt rowan nikki cross with the chase and jeff hardy uh jared are you a basic collector too or or just elite i know my i I buy basics for my kid because he's five he doesn't know the difference so (laughs) right no i uh i'm elite uh, and i did the same thing with my son you know he started out with basics and he absolutely hates them now so yeah we're (laughs) we're elite that's so funny that's uh, our buddy darius on the on the podcast his son's the same age as my son and his son just is straight elites my my son just doesn't he's never said a single thing like he doesn't like i don't know if he just doesn't realize like the difference like maybe he does and just doesn't like you know it's coming trust me the second that he gets on a wwe game and finds out you know hey I can't do a proper sit-out powerbomb with these basics. <laughs> <laughs> well, we on the Facebook group, we unboxed. Uh, I got my my ringside order, and I got the uh, the Matt Riddle elite, and he's got the Matt Riddle basic, and he was looking at it pretty hard. So I'm I'm a little worried that he's, he's like, gonna be why like, does he have Dad, this thing, yeah. yeah, why does he have like <laughs> shoes and yeah, all this stuff, yeah. So, uh, so basic one eleven. Uh, that Jeff Hardy looks pretty cool. Elite uh, takeover. They showed f- pictures of those. It's Christian, Johnny Gargano, X Pac, uh, NWO X Pac, and a Randy Orton. So, uh, those are going to be. I think those are, are those Walmart as well. I think they're uh, Walmart. Sure. The fan. Yeah. The fan takeover. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. Man, Walmart's getting a lot of figures, man. What about Amazon? Bring some figures back to Amazon. I know they're not the best shipping wise, but no, I don't want to give. I don't want to give. I don't want to give any more money to Jeff Bezos than I have to. Yeah, yeah just, just Walmart. 
Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I mean, it's definitely not preferred, but at least like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they got the Rock exclusive for the uh, Ultimate Edition, so yeah, I they'll be too. getting plenty of money for that. Yeah. Uh, the final thing here is uh, caused some controversy with people. The Firefly Funhouse Bray Wyatt. This is a ringside collectibles exclusive. Uh, people didn't like that it didn't have the Huskus. Um, it had only the puppets with it, but um, it is. Uh, a figure that doesn't have a cloth good shirt. People were upset about that. Um, I do like that the the package kind of folds out and looks like uh, you can build kind of the Firefly Funhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, it was their highest you know selling figure of the week on uh, the Major Brothers this week. So obviously people are buying yeah. this. Yeah, um, I mean, the, I mean the the accessories alone are worth the are worth the pack yeah, are worth yeah. the price. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the little fun, the Firefly Funhouse set, and then the um the puppets the pup- are freaking awesome. Um, and then I, I said the same thing. I was like, well, where the hell is Huskus? But everybody everybody kind of brought to my attention. He's not a hand puppet, but I'm like, but he's one of the most prominent ones. You know what I mean? Like I feel like he's like I don't know. Uh, I mean, oh, he's he... definitely he's definitely more prominent than Abby the freaking witch. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, Wait, was, wasn't Huskus only in it when he's done, like the work yeah, the workout? You band, brought this up. Band, yeah. Right? No, remember when when Braun, um, when him and Braun were fighting, and he was like, "He's coming." Oh, that's coming. right. Yeah, yeah that's you know, right. he he like yeah, always probably, pops yeah. up. He always like pops up on ringside. You know, like, and he's just like he's the one that kind of alerts everyone. Well, there's gonna be um, a muscle. He's band, definitely right? more prominent than the freaking Vince McMahon. I mean, the Vince McMahon's the, only That's been the boss. Seen, like, that's not Vince McMahon. That's the boss. The boss. You, can't, you can't take the boss out for oh, off. Jesus. Yeah. It's good shit. But yeah, yeah the, uh, the basic, I, I feel like the, the I, I prefer, honestly, the, the basic Bray, Funhouse Bray, um, and then the whole set. So I'll probably get both and just like utilize the, the basic Bray because I like the sweater mold and like, you know, the way it looks a little bit better. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm pumped that we got a Firefly Funhouse set and I'm definitely going to order it. So what people are, I, I think people are comparing it to. So he's he's wearing his wrestling gear. He's not wearing the Funhouse Bray Wyatt khaki pants gear. Did you guys notice that at all? Or no? Well, I noticed he was no. wearing black pants, but yeah. so he wears he doesn't wear khakis when he's no. Funhouse Bray in the ring. No, he wears black. That's where he he when he wrestled Braun and when he wrestled Miz, he wore black pants and I a red shirt. I did not even notice that. So he's wearing his wrestling gear. In this, in this, uh, in this figure, and he's wearing his Bray Funhouse gear in the basic. Did so you notice that, different... Jared? I did not notice that. I honestly didn't either. No. <laughs> yes, yeah, so that's why everyone got all. He's not even wearing the right thing. He's not wearing. But he <laughs> he did wear those things. He just wore them in in his wrestling gear, not uh... when he's doing like his actual Funhouse like skits or whatever they are. Um, Interesting. Yeah, so... Everyone well, I think they. I think the sweater, the sweater on the basic just looks, I think, a little bit better too. I mean, they did a better job. I mean, I know they kind of um, when they showed the original, it looked just like it was painted with like a belly button, and everybody was like, they just literally yeah. just painted over the mold, like what the hell? But I think that was just kind of like a, you know, a rendering, a, like a mock up. It was yeah, like an early. Yeah, um, but I like the way the the basic has like a collar, and I like the khaki pants. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I prefer, I prefer the khaki pants. So. Yeah. Like I said, I'll probably I'll probably get that one. Are you going to get the Funhouse set, Jared? Uh, yes, I'm definitely going to get that one. My son's a big fan, and I definitely like the fact that the packaging you can you can break that packaging out and it becomes the set of his show. Yes, I think that was great. Uh, and and as far as the Husky doll goes, I mm-hmm. really really think that that's going to come into play with like an NWO Cena down the road. 
Oh, that'd be cool. Oh, that oh, would be that would cool. be yeah, that would be super cool. I would Good be down pack. for that. Some people, yeah, some people were saying maybe with the ultimate edition Bray, you know, right. like um, I could see yeah. it like that, like with this, because I mean, when they showed us the ultimate edition, uh, like proto, like renderings or whatever, they didn't have much. It was literally just the um, the title belt, and then I think it was like an extra head scan or something. But there was like no other accessories, so it didn't feel very ultimate. So I think they're gonna have to add a couple more things to yeah. give it that true ultimate feel jared you you sound like me like it's a double-edged sword having a son or having a kid that likes wrestling because it's cool to like share the hobby with them but it's also like pretty expensive because like you know if i had a daughter who liked like shopkins or something like i wouldn't be out like looking for stuff for her but like half the time when i'm looking for stuff for me i'm like oh dude my son like i have i have a box of stuff to give him already for christmas of you know just stuff i've i've gathered like and it's like it's tough but it's also fun like because you're sharing kind of a hobby with your kid yeah right yeah no it's amazing i love it unfortunately you know when you have companies like storm collectibles that drops a 70 dollar liger oh, oh yeah dude. yeah <laughs> a little pricey yeah, that's my son. You're like, be careful with this figure. You can't be <laughs> slamming this guy around. Um, so let's go. Let's go around the table real quick. Those are the rest of the reveals from uh, what we didn't cover last week. Uh, there was a bunch on last week's episode. If you didn't listen, um, Jared, you can start. You don't have to do a top five or anything. We can just kind of like something that you didn't see that you wanted to see, or just something like the things that you're most excited for. I guess we can start with. What are you most excited for that we saw over the last four days? From San Diego Comic Con, so, my number one pick is going to be that AEW Darby Allen. Okay, mm. uh, wow. I'm so excited for that. Uh, the thing I'm not looking forward to is how much that chase is going to cost me in the end. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty. It's limited. Was it? Is it five hundred or a thousand? I think they're all limited. One of five hundred. Oh, oh man. Five, there's only five hundred chase Darby yeah. Allen. Yeah. Oh wow, yeah. I didn't. I didn't realize that. Wow. That is tough. Yeah, I mean that's a, it's an awesome looking figure, and it you know that's a commemorative for his his first title match in mm-hmm. AEW. So yeah, that makes sense. Anything else that you were like really jazzed about? Um, I'm I'm looking forward to the uh, Hollywood Hogan for the Ultimate Series. Yeah. Finally, uh, yes. Yep. I am hoping that the Hollywood strap gets thrown in the box because I didn't see it in the proto pictures. It, it is. It is. They uh, mentioned it on the panel that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that oh, the nice. uh, Hollywood weight belt will be Backstrap. in the uh, the box. Oh, thank God! Okay, yeah. See, I missed that. That's oh, awesome. See, you're learning stuff already on the podcast here. Um, right. Yeah, the, those those two series. I think they they've you know they've saved the best for la- not for last, but you know, for most recently here with the Ultimate Edition. And I was me and my buddy Darius here in town. We've been cl- he's been collecting since the beginning. I jumped on after the first one series or two. Uh, I love the Ultimate Editions, but you know, I think people weren't really on board with them just because of the price point. Uh, yeah. I think now with with you know the Savage and the Edge, and we're getting you know Hollywood. That Charlotte looks awesome. The Rock is probably mm-hmm. the best Rock figure of all time. I mean, you're you're really like doing yourself a disservice if you haven't jumped on these figures. Um, those are some of my favorites. Um, I love you know all the Macho Man's. Um, I love with the cart with the WrestleMania three cart looks awesome. The the yeah. new Masters of the Universe. Uh, I'm not too down with. Um, uh, all the Mr. T's like I was, you know, that was a little before my time. 
and you know he's got three figures in the course of like two months now here so i guess they're trying to get him all out as quick as they can um i was you know it's just kind of before my time i'm not something i'm ever going to buy um but other than that i I love everything we've seen i was hoping to see there was rumors about like a a boneyard match two-pack with a undertaker with a with a uh why can't i think of it uh Motorcycle, 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 motorcycle. Oh. Yeah. yeah, and uh, we didn't see that. I don't know if that's even going to happen, but that's something that would be like a, a must purchase right away. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, overall, I think it was a great, you know, with with what they're working with, you know, with not even really having an actual San Diego Comic Con, I think they did pretty awesome. And uh, there's a lot of cool stuff coming down the pike for sure. Sheena? Yeah, I'm, well, I'm super excited about Darby Allen, like he said, um, orange, the orange Cassidy figure. I'm super pumped for that. Like, I just, I, I don't know why I'm just like, I just want to like take him out and put his hands in his pockets. Like, I'm just like, so I'm just so pumped for that feature. Also, um, the Io Shirai, I thought just looked a freaking amazing dude that like that jacket and everything. So super pumped to add that to the collection. There was a lot of, um, figures that i was i was excited about um the heel has been he was like i was actually a little bit underwhelmed i was like really i thought it was i thought it was really good i thought there was some really some really good stuff that came out so that charlotte i love i can't wait for the ultimate edition charlotte i love that pink robe um but yeah what about you marco oh and the viking raiders those things are of course sick dude yeah viking raiders definitely uh pretty much all the ultimate editions that they announced so hogan the fiend uh, especially with the uh, the expensive belt that they had to the uh, the Fiend Universal mm-hmm. title that's going to come with it. Uh, definitely Charlotte. Definitely The Rock. Um, uh, Orange Cassidy is probably my pick out of the AEW um, ones that he showed. Def- I think mean, Darby Allen, the Chase Darby Allen, is probably going to be the the pick out of that one. But yeah, definitely Orange Cassidy. Um, one that popped up really was the Rocky Johnson. I'm actually interested in. How yeah. it's gonna like look like the final? I wonder what it's gonna look like. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like the the in the images that we've seen, he looks a little bit too dark. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the, the skin tone's a little bit too dark yeah. um, for like the actual Rocky Johnson. But I don't know if that's just you know the you know they said like the lighting and all that kind of yeah. stuff, or if it'll be like something that is changed. But the figure actually looks good. I just hope they correct the skin tone a little bit. I think it um, would make it a much better figure. Yeah, I'm glad that they're starting to do all these like old school guys, like you know, like the Billy Grahams and the mm-hmm. classy Freddie Blassies and yeah, all that type of like the collector's edition. These things that you need to like round, yeah, the round out your collection. Uh, yeah, Jared, yeah. do you do any of the Masters of the Universe? Oh my gosh, I love that series. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I actually, again, to, just to bring up the Facebook group, I had a couple members there round me up a few that I've missed in the past that they still had hanging around at Walmart. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, those figures actually turned out really good. And uh, the heel husband and I were talking about the other day, like we were he was like, you know, I don't know if those figures like would have been as popular um, if uh, people weren't if like the Hasbro like thing wasn't going on right now. I was like, well, you know, what? I think it would be if like the retros hadn't come out, people weren't clamoring for retros. I don't think these would have been as like hot you know what i mean but i feel like that demand for like that that type of figure because once you strip them all off strip all the gear off like those are pretty freaking sick little figures you know what i mean um but i think the fact that we don't have retros anymore has made the demand for these little masters of the universe figures like go up like tremendously for sure i I love those a lot i think um 
I'm going to pick up some of those, especially the Fiend and the Jake Roberts. I mean, I love what they're doing with them. They're, you know, I don't know too. I mean, I thought I didn't play too much with He-Man. I was talking to my mom the other day. And she's like, yeah, you had like the Grayskull Castle and like had a microphone you talked into. You used to play with it forever. I was like, <laughs> I have no recollection of this. This is like when I was like probably like super young. Uh, mm-hmm. I have no idea. So maybe it's like just buried in my brain that I play with it. But uh uh, I've been buying this for the kid as well. So, um, yeah, a good a good set of uh, un- unveilings for sure. Uh, Jared, thank you for joining us, man. Uh, we appreciate you coming in. You're you've been an awesome part of uh, the Facebook group. Love interacting with you every day, man. And uh, you you did you did pretty good on the show here, man. We love we love talking to you. Yeah, you know the the pressure the pressure's on, dude. You know what happens? You know you get you get the Chick Foley show stamp of approval. This means like you have to go off and like start your own podcast. Yeah, now. the Jared yeah. show. Like, you know, like. Like, um, you know, Marco was in your spot like, you know, a year ago and, uh, you know, he, now he's on our podcast and then we had our buddy, uh, uh, Daryl on the show and then he started like him and Tom started their own podcast. So no pressure or anything, but you know, this is like, this is like the rocket strap, (laughs) you know? Hey, I'll take it. I love it. I'll talk about toys all day long. I want to know real quick before you jump off here, what do you collect? Like, what does your collection consist of? It, it's all over the place. Uh, I, I would love to say, you know, just wrestling, but that would be a lie. I mean, it's mm-hmm. there's Star Wars stuff, uh, video game collectibles like uh, Mortal Kombat figures. I love, love uh, the Masters of the Universe, you know, now with WWE dipping into that. They also brought out an actual Masters of the Universe classic line to go along with them. Yes. Yep. Yes. And, and it's great, you know, because my son, again, he collects those, too. So you, I get to sit back and watch him play with, like, a Skeletor and a Macho Man <laughs> in the same universe. Like, that's my childhood in toy form. Uh, yeah. Jared had a good quote on Twitter about the Facebook group. Uh, he said, you'll love never having money so much. <laughs> yeah. It's a pretty good way to put it. Like, you know, it's an awesome, like... Uh, every time I jump on, I have to like resist the urge. Like someone's always selling like a bunch of extra figures and all kinds of well, stuff. You know, but. Yeah, you know when you have to go look for them yourself, like it it keeps you accountable a little bit because you're like, oh, well, I didn't find it, so I didn't have to spend money. But when you have like you know a hundred sets of eyeballs out there looking, it makes yeah. it much more easy. You know what I mean? It's much more feasible to get all the things on your wish list. So, yeah, sometimes yeah, it definitely I'll, makes it. I'll post something like, hey, is it, can someone find this for me? And somebody will find it like, oh, shit, I, didn't, I wasn't ready to buy this like right this second. But I guess <laughs> I think I have to now because I need it, you know. So it's a good good problem to have. But, uh, Jared, thanks, man. Hopefully we can talk to you again soon, dude. You were awesome. Awesome, man. I appreciate it so much. I look forward to doing it again. All right, brother. Talk to you soon, man. Bye, Jared. Yep, take it easy. That is Jared Colby, one of our awesome Patreon subscribers. Um, good to have him on the show with us here. And if you want to become part of our show, you can guest co-host any segment you want. It's part of our $25 a month Patreon tier. Uh, and you get access to our Facebook group and all that kind of stuff. It's chickfoleyshow.com. Definitely check it out. Um, if you want to recap SummerSlam, you want to preview SummerSlam with us, talk about figures, whatever. Uh, we always have fun with folks that want to do that and, uh, always a good time. So, um, Let's get into our should we get into our, our weekly purchases? Yeah, yeah. 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 All right. Who wants to go first? I'll go. Um so this week we picked up a Mattel basic Tommy Dreamer figure. Uh we had a Hasbro Roddy Piper show up in the mail. Seth went ahead and you know the he was like, you know, the prices of retros are going up so so crazy. So I wanted to go ahead and grab the all the ones that we didn't have. So he went and got a Sheik, a Braun, a Dean. 
Goldberg, AJ, and Zack Ryder retros. Got them off of ringside. So those, or was it ringside? Where did he get those? I don't even know. Um, he 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 got a package today with with all that crap in there. Um, and then let me see, what else did we get? I like when you say uh, you, know, you you never say we ordered. We just you just act like a package shows up. Like you, yeah, you never showed you, up. Yeah, like it, it wasn't my fault. We just they just oh, showed right, up okay. here. I don't well, know. You know here, here, so here's the thing. You know when you have two people that are like ordering figures yeah. and like merch and stuff. Like like he'll order stuff and like I don't even know that he orders stuff. So yeah. like it legitimately packages just show up and I'm like oh okay cool like we yeah. got new we got new retros you know. Um, what I will say though is we did get. I was super pumped this week because we got a package that's going to help us out tremendously we um enrolled for stamps.com this is not oh, a sponsored ad this I is not a this. <laughs> yeah listen stamps.com if you want to get at us though and give yes. us like free you know free stuff we're, we're totally here for it but yeah no more trips to the post office for us like it's so super simple like it prints everything like, it's just like amazing i'm like oh my god like why didn't we do this a million years ago because that's the biggest thing is just having to go to the post office you know like that's the biggest deterrent and like all all aspects of my life. I'm like, shit, I really need to do this, but do I want to go to the post office? Yeah. So yeah, we, we did stamps.com and uh, we're super stoked. Uh, Kenny Dinkins, our good buddy, Kenny Dinkins is the first one to like, like slide through our printer. I'm sending him a, uh, a neck, a metal head from, oh, nice. uh, the Ninja, from the Ninja Turtle. So yeah, I was like, yeah, you were the first label we got to print was, uh, was Kenny Dinkins. So do you need yeah, a special printer? Stupid. No, just any, you know, any printer, but they do send you a scale, um, and oh. you just load everything up in your computer. So they send you a little like, and it's free. They send you the scale for free and everything. Oh, you just damn. pay for the postage. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. So I was like, you know what? It's never going to take me like two weeks to send people's packages anymore. Yeah. You know, I have, I have like so many to send out. And of course, we're going to be selling all of the um, elite figures. So it's going to make life so much more simple for, for us. Very nice. Very nice. Anything else I picked up this week? I think that's, I think that's all for me. What did you get, Marco? Uh, nothing too crazy over here. Um, received the. I don't know why I didn't have this. The Triple H Ultimate Edition for some reason. Oh, nice. Didn't have it in the collection. So yeah, definitely I could see him over in your uh, on your shelf right there next to Finn. Yeah. Uh, pretty sick. Have, have, oh, to have you, uh, I got Brock Ultimate Edition. You said Ultimate Edition, and that reminded me. I got the Brock Ultimate Edition. That's it, right. Seth, Seth got it. It's really funny because I was like, you said you didn't want this figure. And he's like, you know what? I really got to looking at it, and I decided I want it because I sent it to Marco. We got one. Yeah, that's I right. Yeah. yeah. I, sent it, I sent it to Marco, and then Seth was like, uh, you know what? I think I really want this figure. So he went that's, ahead and ordered it. So it's really funny. That's become like the, the sleeper Ultimate Edition figure. Yeah, it's been hard they, to get. Yeah. It like disappeared. Yes. And then yes. like, you show up on eBay and it's like a thousand dollars for, <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, so Triple H, um, then uh, what else? Oh, uh, Phil happened upon a uh, Razor Ramon, um, uh, Greg the Hammer Valentine yeah. special edition fig. Yeah, people <laughs> so, were all about that, man. Reason. Yeah, I, the guy, oh, the guy yeah. walked out of the back and it, had, it was like I saw the side of the box it was two razors. I was like, oh, cool, I'll take keep one for myself. As uh, Corey ha- Corey Handy was about to send me one this weekend, and uh, now he doesn't need to, but I was going to probably send the other one to somebody else. And then I, like I was walking to the checkout, I'm like, oh, let me look at these. And I was like, what the fuck? This is Re- Greg Valentine with the but the bo- everything about the box is razor. So yeah, uh, so you're going to take it out of the box, yeah. Marco? Yeah, definitely. Okay, right. all right. I, I, don't I don't know. Right. Yeah, I don't yeah, know if you were keeping it in there. So yeah, with that little. With a little uh, shin shin guard on and everything. Yeah, the shin guard's um, in there. Yeah, uh, it's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah. So, uh, what else? Oh, the Razor Ramon from from Sheena. 
I think the actual Razor Ramon. Yes. Yeah, um, legit. And then, and then I have uh, something cooking. Um, oh something yeah. Something else going on that I can't. It's a, it's a surprise for the for the uh, for you all of us. Well, so you can't, can't, you can't tell us now. Nothing. Even now, you can't. You you were hinting about no, it before. It's a, it's a it's a secret. It's a secret surprise. It's in the works right now. Oh, jeez. Oh my it's, goodness. It's, uh, finished. Surprises. And when it's when it's on its way, I will I will unveil it. Uh, Sheena, you forgot so, to yeah, mention it's... you also got Elite seventy eight from Ringside Collectibles, oh. our sponsor. Oh yeah, and I had you... something. Yeah, that you yeah. could go. But I, I, I think God also had some other stuff too. Yeah, you go. Dude, oh yeah, sorry, no, sorry, Marco. I t- I, no, I totally forgot. I feel like you know what? The, like the days go by, and I'm like, I, I felt like that was like last week whenever I got those figures. Um, but yeah, I went live on Instagram and Facebook and like opened those figures up. But yeah, I got all of Elite seventy eight from our um, friends over at Ringside, and man, those figures look so good. The Naomi looks so good the Matt Riddle I'm so obsessed with like the removable slides like I feel like I'm pretty sure I mean I can't like recall like every single figure but I'm pretty sure that's the first elite that we've ever had with removable shoes and I'm so here for it it just like yeah. made me, it just made it just made me so happy um but yeah everything looked great but yeah the ones I was most excited about were definitely Naomi and uh Matt Riddle but we came with Randy Orton R-Truth Kofi Kingston and Drake Maverick yeah and then uh Totally forgot. Pre- uh, did I say pre-ordered Charlotte or no? Yeah, no, I pre-ordered. No, you did. You yeah. did. Awesome. Um, the Rock on on uh, Amazon as well. Uh, obviously, Firefly, Funhouse, Bray. Oh wow! Two. And I think that's it for now that I can remember. I'll have to go on my Ringside account and see what what <laughs> what's pending and what's uh what's mm-hmm. shipping. I just I got a notification from them saying something was shipping. I have no clue what it is. So. Could be the Becky or John, because I think I uh, got those as well. So it could be one of those two showing up finally. The Becky Ultimate Edition, which I'm super pumped about. Nice. And you use, of course, code Chick Foley for 10% off, oh, yeah. right? Why, yeah. why would I you mean, not do that yeah. at all? Who would just 10% off? It's free money you get, you know? Yeah. It's free yeah, money. My, uh, my buddy Jason, I was telling you guys about, uh, got him on. He's, he's, he's been listening to the, uh, the major bros and stuff like that. So he's been... Nice. Kind of use it, kind of use it theirs, and I was like, eh, oh, dude, you boys on a show, you should be using uh, <laughs> yeah, use goes, yeah, co- right. yeah, use that yeah. Foley code, man. <laughs> Seriously, he's like, yeah, you know, he's like, yeah, you're right, but yeah, I'm actually wanted, like, I was telling you guys in our group chat, I want to have him on the show because he worked for Toys R Us for like five years, yeah, and he worked for the uh, the whole like Jack's stuff too, and he was like, telling me stories about how he used to like put stuff aside, like, he'd see like stuff come in and like all the yeah. like, sets or any figures, and you just like. Hi, I'm like, God, I wish I had that job back there. I know, that's funny. Our, um, our, uh, Joey, Joey Harrison, no comparison, Joe Harrison in our Facebook group. He also worked for Toys R Us for a number of years. So I would love to hear some like Toys R Us like stories. I feel like it would just like warm my heart to hear like all the old, you know, Toys R Us stories. Yeah, I'm I'm talking to him now to see if we can get a bit of time to get on here so we can also talk about his crazy Ghostbusters figure room that he has at his his house. Yeah. It's insane, but yeah. So, uh, what else would figure talk do we have? Is that, is that it? Is there anything else? What did, What did Phil get this week? Yeah. Oh, Phil, yeah. What yeah, I got, got a what bunch of have? stuff. Yeah. Uh, since last week, I pre-ordered. Uh, me and Darius, who I've mentioned now three times on this show, <laughs> cheap plugs for him. Uh, good, good brother here in Baltimore. He ordered two of the rocks. I ordered two of the Charlottes. So when they come in, we don't, you know, we just do a swipey swap. 
Um, so get those Ultimate Editions pre-ordered. I don't think we're going to get The Fiend or Hogan. I think Makina or Steve said those that um, The Rock and Charlotte are the last for 2020, so I don't think we'll get those until next oh, year. Boy. I know. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm bummed about that. I want us to get those before Christmas. It's only July. I know. Yeah, I know, yeah. right? Well, it's, I mean, Charlotte, I, I mean, the Becky and John Cena haven't even hit stores yet, so when, when are those going to hit, if they even do? That's true. Um and I went out fig hunting today after work. I found, like I mentioned, I found Razor for myself. I found Valentine for Marco. I found The Fiend for our buddy Brian Parrish in the group. I found Beachhead, the G.I. Joe classified uh, for Jared Colby, who was just on the show. Uh, our good buddy Chad Roberts found me uh, the Snake Eyes classified. So I'm into that. I guess I'm going to start collecting these G.I. Joe figures, which, uh, you know, okay. I, I I was so. I can't believe you opened another. I can't believe you opened another box, dude. Like yeah, I'm just like, yeah. Sheena, what I was, are you doing? I was so balls deep on GI Joe as a kid. Like, oh yeah, I was like too. entire. Definitely. Like I would not even play with my wrestler. I would. I was ninety percent GI Joes. It was. It was disgusting. Oh, yeah. no, same here. Yeah, I, I I feel you. I'm just staying away from that. <laughs> <laughs> I, des- I decide I'm I, I decide I'm just gonna get the heels like Destro and Cobra Commander, but I had to get That's Snake Eyes. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, I, know. Oh, I just need two Listen, more. Yeah, I, I'm I just gonna get the ninjas. I'm just gonna get the ninjas. Just Seth the edge. Has, yeah, Seth has legitimately mentioned those Ghostbusters <laughs> figures like freaking oh, twelve geez. times, and I'm like, I'm acting like I don't hear. I'm yeah. like, no, no, okay, like, yeah. we, we cannot, we cannot start a Ghostbusters collection too, dude. Like, it just cannot happen. You know, we got turtles and. Pops and oh, the WWE. Oh, the turtles are so sick. But yeah, I'm just like, dude. I mean, they do look good. I mean, those Ghostbusters, those new Ghostbusters figures look freaking yeah, sick. Yeah, it's another but, one. <sighs> but yeah, it's just like, I mean, we can't. No. <laughs> My wife was like watching your video. When I was watching your videos on Friday night. You and Seth. She's like, how do people collect all this other stuff? And I felt like. <laughs> I felt like a like a like a cocaine addict, like making fun of a heroin addict. Like, yeah, yeah. these people are like, oh, I can't. I mean, I just collect wrestling figures, but these people, yeah. oh my god, you know, yeah, they, they're the they're the bad people. Like, I, yeah, you they know. go overboard. <laughs> they are, yeah. Can you so believe them? Yeah, can you can you believe the nerve of those people to have turtles and wrestling figures and neck a horror? Like, what are these people doing? I'm gonna get on eBay real quick. I'll be right back. Yeah. Um, our buddy in our Facebook group, Josh Blevins, and he's at he's Blev's Magnets on Facebook, and you got to check this guy out. He sent me a Macho Man magnet, which is like on the card back, looks like a Hasbro card back. A lot of the folks in our group have bought from him, and they're so cool. I'll post pictures tomorrow morning uh, once I get out of the box um, and and all and all that. So good stuff there i got my ringside order today i posted the unboxing video on the facebook page i got the matt riddle the superstar billy graham and the naomi which are all amazing figures they were packed amazing by ringside um and i think that is about it i'm working on something our good friends at ringside know that i need the retro defenders for all my entire on-car retro collection so i'm probably going to pull the trigger on that this weekend um they're giving me a little deal ski thank god uh on those Sweet. things so um that's that's good and um i want to give a shout out to uh t shurs on twitter t s c h e r z 
Um, he's also got a Macho Man collection. He's like helping me kind of piece together like a checklist of all the Macho Man figures ever made. And, um, you know, it's been pretty cool, like sharing pictures with him of all of my stuff. And like, he shows me what he's got and, you know, oh man, I don't have that, you know, blah, blah, blah. So good, good stuff there. Um, I also want to give a shout out to M&M figure clothing on Instagram. They gave us a shout out on their Instagram stories. And I don't think I told you guys this. There's a new website, WrestlingFigureNews.com, and it's basically um, a one-stop shop for any figure news that you need. If you don't want, if you're not on social media, it's just kind of like articles, kind of like a. The whole website is about figure news, and they're going to post our e- episodes on their website. Um, so another way for you to listen to our stuff. I guess we're there. Uh, we are their official, you know, figure podcasts. So uh, it's a cool website. They've, you know, anything that comes out, they just write a little blurb about it. The guy's uh, kind of does this for a living and you know, just a writer by trade. So it's a cool website. And um, uh, Travis from Showcase Comics and Collectibles down in Louisiana, which is uh, our buddy TJ's stomping ground, uh, he joined our Facebook group. He's going to do a live claim sale next month in August with our, our Patreon subscribers has a bunch of wrestling figures in his store. So he's going to go live and the video is going to be exclusively for uh, folks on the Patreon group. And uh, you know, we, you know, a lot of stores are closed and a lot of these little businesses are, are, are not getting the, uh, you know, the customers they usually do. So we're trying to help them out. And I think it will be cool and nice way for us to, to buy some stuff and support a good cause. And um, we have a big announcement coming next week. Our buddy Alan day has a bunch of figures he wants to sell and he wants to, Sell them in our Facebook group and donate all the money to uh, his favorite charity. So we're talking about the details on that. It's a pretty cool little thing he's got going on. We're gonna uh, we'll have all the details for that next week on the podcast. Uh, and I think that is all I have for figure news. Um, what did I want to say about? Uh, we talked about the Target pre-orders not coming till late. Uh, I had a bone to pick about the AEW Young Bucks figures because they're in the boring white Elvis outfits, but you guys kindly and courteously reminded me that those are from All Out, the first... Double or Nothing. Okay, Double or Nothing Out, uh, the first AEW pay-per-view. So. Out. So, yeah. But uh, my, my, my son's been reading like these the, the Cody book from, from Trism and uh, the Young Bucks book. And I'm like, I want to surprise him with some Young Bucks figures, but like... They wear so many cool outfits. It's like, why? Why do we go with the white ones? But oh, we're gonna sense. get more. We're gonna get. Yeah, more we're gonna get a lot figures, of. Young I mean, Bucks all figures. of the all of the AEW figures are from their first pay per view. It's just like, like we talked about in the chat. You know, when we kindly and courteously reminded you, like th- yeah. that was like a defining moment. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it was literally like the start of like the 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 era that we're in now the wednesday night wars and all yeah. the things you yeah. know what i mean so it was definitely iconic and i i'm here for it i mean i love their wild colored outfits but i also love elvis presley so i mean my dog's name is presley for god's sake and i used to have an iguana when i was a kid named elvis so okay. give me all the elvis yeah. gear. um the other thing too I, I gotta find this list again that i found and it showed like i'm not sure if it was like an accurate depiction of what they're releasing with all their different series but it looks like they're going to be legit in every single se- like every other series. Like there's going to be Young Bucks figures. Oh, really? Pretty much every other, yeah. Uh, it was like a timeline of AEW Unrivaled, like all mm. their like series four, series five, series oh, six, you, series where seven. Where did you see that at? I, I got, I got, I have to find it. it might have been. Untru- I'm not. I wasn't sure if it was real or not. That's yeah. why I didn't like really like talk about it. But it, it looked like they're like you'll you're gonna see a repeat 
It looks like you're going to see repeat Jericho's, repeat Bucks. Makes sense. Repeat Cody's. Yeah. Repeat, repeat Omega's. Like, pretty, pretty much like how like AJ Styles and Rey Mysterio. Yeah, and, big names. And Seth yeah. Rollins and yeah. Roman Reigns show up everywhere. So, yeah. So, yeah. You'll, you'll definitely get a lot of young Bucks because they, they've definitely tons of different gear that they can throw on those guys. And, you know, Will Nash will definitely mm-hmm. get his, uh, uh, he'll his be perfect loving it, yeah. Uh, yeah. Bucks figs. All right. Uh, Elite 77 back in stock on ringside. Elite 78 is in stock now. Uh, the pre-orders have gone out, so that's pretty cool. Uh, I would think that we would see Elite 79 for pre-order in the next month or so, but we will see. Um, anything else that we want to talk about on figure news? I mean, it's that's a, that's a lot. We've been talking about it for a while. Yeah, here, that, was a, that was a long one. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm sure we'll have more <laughs> next week as stuff opens up. Uh, Quarantine and Chill is sponsored in part by our friends at Homage. You can use code CHICK for 20% off. Uh, I have a podcast recommendation for both of you. If you awesome. would pull out your phones, go to your podcast app. And, Is it um, the Cheek Bully Show? Uh, no, yeah. you should already be subscribed to that. I heard it was pretty good. Oh. Yeah. No, this is a this is a different podcast. I heard the host is a babe. Me now, yeah, the guy, one of the guys is yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna, uh, Zach to the future is the name of the podcast. Um, so Mark Paul Gosler, who played Zach, hasn't ever has never watched uh, Saved by the Bell. He's gonna go through every episode oh, of Saved by the God. Bell. No way! Oh Get out my of here. God! Yes. My head is exploding. And I PG? just subscribed. Look, I just subscribed. Yeah, no, same here. Subscribe. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. him, him, and the dude. Oh that... my god! I'm gonna do watch alongs. Every I have every DVD. It just yeah. started too. So it was yes, it just started. Oh, and it's oh it's him god. and the guy who god. made the uh, the Zach Morris's trash videos are the I hosts. Have, I have I have cold it's chills. A... I have like chills right now. Right. Wait, it's a. It's the guy that does the Zach Morris's trash videos. Yeah, with him, him. Yep, him. Yeah, the, the two of them, and they just start. They just did the first episode, so you, you don't have to catch up. Uh, oh, but I love um, the Zach Morris's trash videos. Yes, Those are so good. Zach, he is trash, and I love Mark Paul. Goss- <laughs> Mark Paul Gossler seems like the coolest dude ever. Like, just, oh, yeah. just listening like to him talk, I could I could hear him talk about anything. But uh, definitely, Zach check- Morris is like my first ever like love of my life. Oh, I bet like, I. Oh my god! I used to come home from elementary school. I would like ride the bus home and then like watch Saved by the Bell, and I just remember like thinking one day that I was gonna get to like marry Zach Morris, <laughs> oh, and yeah, I used yeah. to dance around with a broom in my house that had yellow bristles, <laughs> and like it was it was like Zach Morris. And listen to this: last year they had like the amazing Hawaii Comic Con. Like right after we moved, they had the amazing Hawaii Comic Con. And do you want to know who was there? Mark Paul was there, oh, and no. I. I was like, are you freaking kidding me? I've lived here for like over six years and like been to every amazing Comic-Con that has come down the pipe. And then as soon as I leave, Zach freaking uh, yeah, it's, uh, shows up shows up at the freaking Comic-Con. So I am so here for this. Thank you for this recommendation. I did not know about yeah, this. Yeah, no, me neither. I'm definitely going to... You definitely have to listen to it. No who is your, okay, real quick. Who is your favorite? I mean, obviously, Zach Morris is like my favorite. But who is your favorite Say by the Bell character? Uh, <sighs> Mr. Belding. <laughs> yes. Hey, 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 hey! What is going on here? Oh my god! Think about it. He was always he was funny as shit. I mean, everybody else was like had their annoying aspects, you know. Um, what what Bert, oh, Marco? I want to know who your favorite is. 
favorite character? I don't know yeah. if I had a favorite. Uh, yeah. Say by the bell. Left had... least favorite is is uh, Screech, the worst. Yeah, Screechers are awful. Annoying think, as fuck. I think Lisa probably Turtle Slater. is probably my my least favorite. I was yeah. a Slater guy, but uh, yeah, I can I see that. Everyone, yeah, I think everyone's first. Everyone had their first crush on Say by the Bell, so it was probably like Lisa. Of course, mm-hmm. Lisa Turtle was the. Uh, was my did pick. you did you guys watch like the younger Say by the Bell like when they were like yeah. you know before oh, they were like the high school high? Say by yeah junior high, high with Mrs. Yeah. Miss oh, Bliss yeah. and Miss Bliss oh yeah see Miss Bliss would probably be my favorite character <laughs> she was very uh she was like that balance for them yes. she like she taught them the uh the right ways towards the end of the show which was I was and she had a cool accent too as well did you did you watch College Years of course. I do, of course, yeah, it was on. Uh, yeah, they had that was on. Uh, it was on the same night as uh, uh, what do you call it? Fresh Prince. Like I think that was like the mm-hmm. Fresh Post, Prince was like oh the. Oh my theater. god, you're talking about some what great about, times like, what about, right like, now. The summer, the summertime when they were like Leah Romini and he would like go to like the camp. Oh, that yeah, was uh, like, Malibu they Malibu they Sands. Yes, and they were... <laughs> those are my favorite episodes. Oh my god. Yeah, those are the best. Mr. Man, Caruso, Mr. Caruso, or whatever. Mr. Caruso. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man, we, we need we need we need to recap this podcast every single week on our podcast. This is amazing. I'm so yes. like happy right now. You might have to do a uh, say by the bell podcast. I'm, <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so sc- don't yeah don't freak out on uh, caffeine pills if you do listen to it. You know just I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was my uh, that was my listen to for the week. I don't know if I have any anything new I'm watching. Um, well, you win the week. I'm going back. You know, I feel like I'm like taking a step back in time because I didn't watch all of our regular shows while Seth was gone. Like I'm that good of a wife, and actually, I didn't have uh, enough time to actually yeah, watch anything. Say, you anyway, just went to but sleep. I, I like to I like to just preface it like I, I'm that good of a wife that I waited right. So that's what I'm going with. Um, but we're going back and watching uh, the the latest season of Better Call Saul. Uh, we still have Curb Your Enthusiasm on deck. We're going back and watching. I told you guys last week the Last Dance. Um, so I feel like I'm like, everybody's already watched all this stuff. We're going to go back and rewatch Tiger <laughs> King. Um, so yeah, we're like taking a, we're, we're going back to the future. That's good. I like that. I mean, it, it is cool. I like, think when you listen to this dude, when, I'm just going to call him Zach Morris. He's like, you know, I'm just, a, <laughs> you know, when I'm an actor, I don't want to go back and watch my work because I can't, you know, I can't change it. So I don't want to criticize myself. But like he's literally never watched, he's never watched, um, Saved by the Bell and he's probably has so I many think- stories. I can totally understand that though, because like even going back and listening to the show, like I feel like when I'm listening to the show, like I listen to it via Seth, like Seth will be listening to it. Yeah, I don't listen anymore. I used to listen, but I can't anymore. I can't. Yeah, I can't either. Yeah, I I was going to say the same thing. My wife listens, and I'll hear like us talking. I'm like, oh. Why is she listening? I hate, yeah, my, I hate my voice. So I hate awkward. listening to me talk. It is so awkward when like Seth is listening and I'm like right there in the room. I'm like, oh, could you go listen to that somewhere yeah, yeah. else? It's so weird. Yeah, it's so weird. Uh, yeah, so I totally get that if I was like a legit like actor, you know, not wanting to watch your, you know, how you did. I'll listen back sometimes so I can like remind myself if uh when you guys are when you like the the uh, the picks for the pay per views. Oh yeah, I'll have true. to go back and listen sometimes just to make sure I like. Mm-hmm. Got everyone's picks correctly, but other than that, or just to go back to like show someone something that if I said something funny, I'll try to bring it back. But other than that, now um, I don't really have any recommend. I I started watching it finally. It's been out for like a year, I think. Is uh the three from hell, the uh the third. Oh the, the third. yeah the Rob Zombie. Yeah, I started um, watching it last night. I'm, I'm like 45 minutes in, and it's. It's the amazing. fact that the fact that it's you so didn't good. watch it all in one sitting kind of concerned me a little bit. Yeah, I. 
I tried to, and I was—I started getting tired. I was like, you can't miss anything because it's—it's so good. It is sad at the beginning because obviously Captain Spaulding didn't make yeah. it the uh, shoot of the movie, and they—he—he he left rather quickly. Spoiler yeah. alert: he gets the death penalty early in the movie, like the first like ten or fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you get re- you get introduced to their half brother, uh, who's pretty psychotic. Um, so uh. they're uh, so basically the majority of the movie is the, the uh, they're they're trying to get it seems like they're trying to get baby out and she's still in jail obviously um, uh, the other guy ended up escaping um, via the half brother so um, yeah the, that's, Otis. that's the whole yeah Otis yeah so he uh, he escapes from prison and um, they're just trying to find baby and she's really good in it she's like she's she's like really psychotic in this one like she brings it back to like the house of a thousand house corpses. of a thousand corpses yeah she's style. like yeah she's insane on this movie so can't wait to finish Can you believe that movie is like 15 years old seth and i watched that movie on like one of our first dates and then like rob zombie posted the other day that it was like he's like it's a 15 year anniversary and i was like like, what yeah so so i was like oh my god and they look old too that's the other thing like when you watch it like she looks old yeah looks old like you could tell like a lot of a lot of time has passed yeah the other thing too is like you could tell like they are affect like I'm not sure if they're just, they're all pretty good actors as well, but like, I'm not sure if like the death of Captain Spaulding, like the real life thing, like kind of affected them in the movie. Cause you can, True, like, they're like, yeah. they're like, the demeanor is like really like, like the character work is really good in this. So, um, other than that, I've been trying to start reading more too. So, um, I picked get up away the from screens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Get away from the <laughs> Exactly. Um, I picked up the Kobe Bryant, the mama mentality book. So, oh, cool. I want to try to go through that and, get my nice. mama mentality going so so yeah i mean i was gonna bring that to the show just like see if we could maybe start like a book club i think we tried to start doing that like last year but it never fell through but i know yeah we talked about it for sure now that everyone has time to read and stuff because you know no one's really I, going I, anywhere. I, I still do audible <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, audible too is as well is good as well i want to pick up uh jim ross's uh under the black hat <laughs> book too i have a free uh audible.com download so i think that's oh, gonna be my first Nice. Yeah, I have so. to listen to Audible. I mean, reading these days, like literally, I get like four words in and I'm asleep. So yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it, I can not, I can absolutely not like <laughs> read like real real books anymore. I have to listen because I don't know if it's just like a being a mom or what the hell. But I'm like, what? The, I'm like, I'm literally got the first page and I'm like, yeah. My wife you know? reads like books like crazy, so I'm not sure how she does it, but she she does. Love it's that. A, it's a skill. Yes, it uh, is a skill. But other than that, yeah, that's uh, the only thing I had posted on here was the uh, the ECW home videos that they used to release. Um, they are now up on the network. They actually oh. uploaded all like the Natural Born Killers one and all the other different. They're not pay per views; they're the home videos that they were releasing, like underground type. Um, so you get to see all those. I was watching a few of them. They're uh, pretty eye opening for the stuff that we used to watch back in the uh, late '90s, early 2000s. Like the stuff they were saying on this. You definitely wouldn't be able to do it. Oh, I bet. How's oh, things that things have not <laughs> aged well. Believe that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, the stuff they were doing on there, were, yeah, you would definitely wouldn't be able to give it away with nowadays. It would definitely be shut down and like cast to hell, pretty much. But yeah, that's pretty much all I have <laughs> for uh, for that. Awesome. I'm seeing you posted that we have our random merch of the week is a 1999 WWF Stone Cold Steve Austin bomber jacket. Was this what wrestling, the wrestling for sale yes. bomber yeah, jacket? Def- yeah, I yeah, saw it, that. It was pretty sweet. The only reason why I did it because I, I, I want Chalkline to redo this jacket for some reason because it looks pretty sick. If you guys, I put the awesome. link to it. Um, it has patches on it, and they, not, they don't really do patches, but 
It has the two as a stone cold skull on the back. Um, it's black and it's black and red. It kind of matches like what they released today with the uh, the Raw's War merch mm-hmm. that they released. So that's why yes. I kind of picked it. But it's a it's a badass jacket. It's it's stone cold too. So yeah, um, it does look so. Sick. And it, it's and it's pretty themed too. This uh the it flows into the retro wrestling recommendation of the week, which it was does. brought to you by Shane um, from our Facebook group, and he picked the uh, Monday Night Raw from January fourth, nineteen ninety nine, which is basically like the the tide turning um, historical groundbreaking show that they had that actually got them to where they are now. Uh, Mankind versus a rock for the uh, WWF championship. Mm-hmm. And you do get a uh, sighting from stone cold. He does come out there at some point. I mean, let's be <laughs> chair, real. Right? Let's be, let's, let's think about it real quick. Like when have you, when in recent history, can you imagine, like um, remember a pop like that? Like, Never. Stone- that, when watch Stone it Cold now, came, you'll get chills. It 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 still gives me chills. Like when I yeah. watch it now, like it still gives me chills. Like it's like unlike anything. I mean, can you imagine? I just can't imagine being in Stone Cold Steve Austin's body in that moment when he like when the glass breaks and like the crowd just literally I'm like you can see their heads exploding. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like it's it's uh, it's unbelievable. Like was, I can't uh, imagine. Was, yeah, he was unfazed by that too. He just like walked down, oh, did his thing, even, and just left. Yeah, freaking certified professional, dude. Just like, uh, yeah. I need to go back. I, I've watched that so many times, yeah. but I need to go back and I'm watch it. I'm getting chills thinking about it. Yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, you gotta watch. Me too. I have like yeah, just like, yeah. Just That is the loudest pop shatter. ever. And, and like the the whole, obviously the the counter program for WCW was the, the finger poke of doom. And that was kind of like, yeah. it was literally a shift that night. It was like, WCW lost the momentum and WWF gained their momentum and it was that'll, just that'll put butts in seats. Yeah, yeah. no, exactly. Yeah, so that like that night, January fourth, nineteen ninety nine, was like the turning point for for both shows: the decline yeah. of WCW and the rise of the WWF at the time. So <sighs> that was a, that was a great pick actually for from Shane. Yeah, Shane I picked Amy. the Monday Night Raw one yeah. because 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 of, of Chalkline and mm-hmm. what they released today. So and that that. That gave me the nostalgia, that logo, just seeing the Raw as War logo. And, yes. Like, I'm hoping they do a Warzone one, too. But that'd be pretty sick. The second the second hour of uh, Monday Night Raw. So, but yeah. Yeah, definitely go back and watch that if you have the time. It's it's really quick. You can probably search it on YouTube. Um, I suggest watching the whole match so you can actually get that feeling of the of the uh, the Stone Cold appearance and the pop that happens and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, so. so freaking awesome, dude. Um, real quick, I have some chick-breaking news. Um, oh, just, just to let everybody here know that the uh, the heel husband has officially broken the seal. He is uh, he posted his first listing for our collection of elites on the Uh-oh. Facebook page. So oh, nice. yeah, so we're we're back in the business, man. Elites are about to start flying out the freaking windows. So uh, let me see. Oh, I just saw it here. Hold on, what is it? Yeah. It's a shield. We got a shield three pack, and he said he threw in some bonus belts. So we got, uh, yeah, he's oh, nice. digging. He's digging through everything. So super, super stoked. I mean, God, there's so many freaking figures. Uh, we'll give you guys previews. Yeah, you of said like two hundred, two hundred. You have yeah. to sell at least, at least. Oh my yeah. gosh, that is worth that is worth signing up for the Patreon alone to like get access to these figures. And also breaking news, uh while we've been talking, Matthew Rich signed up for the Patreon. I love when people sign up for the Patreon while we're recording the podcast. Uh Welcome Matthew. Matthew. Yeah, Matthew, thank you. Hopefully you hear the shout out and uh thank you for signing up. And uh I, I've been messaging people because Patreon charges you on the first of the month. 
So uh, we, we have some people that sign up like the day before, and I'm like, dude, yeah. you're, you're going to get charged. And it's a dollar, but like you're going to get charged another dollar in like oh, 24 yeah. hours. Yeah. And I always offer to give them their money back, and they're like, oh, don't worry about it, man. You know, I'm just supporting the podcast, what, which is cool. But I just don't want people to think we're like take, you know, taking advantage of them because yeah. uh, Patreon charges you. So if you are going to sign up, definitely do it after the first of the month so you get the, the whole – you know, move move into the apartment on the first of the month, so you get the whole. You know, you pay rent for a whole yeah. month. You know, <laughs> but don't don't pay rent for just one day. But um, yeah, that's that's good stuff. So Seth will be Seth and Sheena will be selling stuff, I'm sure, over the weekend, and they'll be using that mm-hmm. money to buy more figures. So circle of life, you know, circle of life there. Absolutely. Um, that's it for the show. I think uh, we don't have any questions from the from the peanut gallery because we're going to be doing a Patreon exclusive uh, question and answer episode in the next oh, coming weeks. Be. So we've been compiling questions from you guys. Uh, so that'll be coming up soon. Um, if you do want to ask us anything, it's just hit us up on social media or it's ask at chickfoleyshow.com. Sheena is on Instagram at chickfoley. The Twitter is at chickfoleyshow on Twitter. Uh, when Sheena hits 20,000 followers on Instagram, she's going to do this Steve Austin, uh, yeah. beer smash with a high noon animal light yeah. at the same time. Yeah. Yep. I yeah. laid down the challenge. Yes. And she accepted. Yeah. So. I mean, like, full blown. I mean, like, you know, like, no holds barred. It's going to be like full stone cold Steve Austin, like, beer, high noon everywhere. Yeah. Don't just pour. <laughs> yeah. Get, get at least some in your mouth. Don't pour it all oh, over yeah. yourself. You know, no, you got to do yeah. the stone cold. Yeah. He has yeah. To drink it's anything. Gonna, he yeah. It's just going to, like, just be straight. <laughs> wonder how straight that's going to taste. I don't know. I mean, it depends on the flavor of high noon, I suppose. There you but, go. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'll probably I'll probably try to pick a grapefruit, something a little crisp to okay. go with the the Miller Lite. You know. There you go. I like that. Oh, we didn't All do right. the uh, we didn't do the chair wine tasting. No, let's the let's wait. Time. Let's wait let's, on that because we're already at two hours here, and I also want Michael Anum's package to show up in the next uh, three to six months because. Uh, I don't know if anybody's shipped anything lately. Um, I definitely need to sign up for stamps.com because going to the post office sucks. And also, stuff has been taking like an extra week almost uh, when I ship yeah. stuff. And I think it's just because everyone is home ordering stuff. Nobody wants to go to a store. Uh, so You act like there's a pandemic going on. Yeah, and right. Yeah, right. It, yeah. You, know, you know what I mean? Like, Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> what are you going to do, you know? No. Uh, just buy your kid a Chromebook and hope for the best. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's for you, Zach. All right. Uh, well, let's get out of here. Sheena, Marco, thank you guys. Um, I, I We're recording next week. Then a week after I'm on vacation, I'm going to the beach. So I don't know if you guys are going to record. Maybe you can have Seth fill in for me or if you want to just. We'll figure it out. Just play yeah, we'll it. Just have a Philatron. Fil- like Wild, Wild West around here. Yeah. Philatron yeah. 5000. We can set up a Philatron fil- mm-hmm. 5000. The hot take, uh, hot take 5000 would be a good thing, you know. I'm sure Zach can set that up. All right. Well, I guess that's it. Thank you guys for listening. Be sure to spread the word, post our episodes, and give us a nice five-star review on iTunes. And um, for Marco and Sheena, this is uh, Phil Gentile signing off. We will talk to you guys next week. Stay classy, Marks. Hey, guys. Sorry, I totally forgot to mention. We are partnering with our buddy on Instagram, Buy, Sell, Trade, Toys. Um, we're going to get a coupon code for him for 10% off. He's got a ton of good vintage wrestling figures. I bought from him several times. Uh, check him out. He's on Twitter as well, but check him out on Instagram. Um, buy, sell, trade, 
Toys on Instagram. His Twitter account is at BST underscore toys. We're going to do a giveaway with him for a flashback Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Uh, all the inst- info will be on our Twitter account and Instagram uh, over the weekend. So check it out. Give him a follow and win a cool figure. All right. That's it. <laughs>